0: Welcome to Showboys, a podcast that delves into the world of film and TV. Hosts Nick, Mike, and special co-host Chad take their water cooler talk from the office to the web as they discuss their favorite movies, shows, and all other content in between. In this week's episode, the boys recap E3 2021 and break down all the news and announcements made at this year's showcase. So, what's E3 2021? Another episode of showboys my name is mike and i am joined by my good friends nick and chad how are you guys doing tonight and another one um doing good how are you good good chad how are you doing great man
1: doing great tired a little sleepy yeah i'm a little tired
2: maybe e3 marathon i
0: think you had a little <laughs> little bit of a busy week this week yeah yeah we'll get into that <laughs> we'll start a couple curveballs this week so yeah Ooh, definitely yes um but yes uh we're back very special episode of what's playing last week was our normal what's playing and we're back at it again this week uh because there was this little small gaming event uh that happened the 12th through the 15th, called E3. Not sure if you've heard of it or not, but uh, it happened. And uh, there's a lot of new gaming news and gaming announcements and reactions uh, that we need to discuss. Uh, So that's what we're going to do tonight. It's going to be a lot of fun. There's a lot to break down. That's why Chad is so sleepy. Uh, He was a busy man. But before, before we get into that we have a, a very special announcement for you guys i'm gonna i'm gonna steal uh the screen here for a second uh we are doing our very first giveaway here at showboys so uh let's let's show you what we got here to give away we have air horn air horn yeah air we horn. need that air horn sound bite we have this very cool moff gideon funko pop t-shirt uh, this comes along with you guessed it the Moff Gideon Funko Pop here, and it's the awesome one where he is holding the dark saber. Um, yeah, we're gonna give away this set here. Um, not this literal set, this is mine, you can't have it, it's already open. <laughs> uh, but I have a, a, a brand new unopened box here, still in the wrapper, so crispy. Um, Here you go. Nice and crispy, uh, nice fun, Funko pop t-shirt combo pack here to give away. And we're doing this. Uh, we're going to do this giveaway when we hit hundred subscribers here on our YouTube channel, we're only 10 subscribers away. So not that far. Uh, so if you could spread the word, if you're not subscribed yet, please subscribe. The only, uh, qualifications here for, uh, being able to win the prize so you have to be a subscriber to our youtube channel and you have to be a member of our discord uh just to make it easier for us uh on the giveaway end um but yeah if you haven't already joined our discord uh the link is on our link tree page uh showboys podcast it's in our bios on our facebook and instagram pages Uh, I think there's even a link on our YouTube channel page. Nick, is that correct?
2: There certainly
0: is (laughs) subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you haven't already join our discord, if you haven't already. And this super awesome Funko pop t-shirt package combo could be yours. Uh, By the way, the shirt is an extra large. I just went, you know, extra large. I don't know. That's what size I wear. So you you get it. Big comfy Um, tee. Big, comfy tea. Uh, yes, what we'll do is uh, we'll put the names of all of our subscribers on our YouTube channel uh, and Discord members. You, remember, you have to be both uh, into you know, a bowl or something, and we'll pick one uh, on the episode following when we hit 100 subscribers. So, yes, this very cool T-shirt. Show you again. Bam. Moff Gideon with the dark saber. Could be yours, along with this super adorable Moff and Funko Pop. So, get on it so we can give this away. Um, but yeah. Other than that, um, <clears throat> thank you for bearing with me during that. I wanted to uh, also kind of catch you guys up on... A few things before we get into the episode. So last night I finished the the show uh, Raised by Wolves on HBO Max. I don't know if either of you have heard of it or seen it, um, but I finished. It's only one season right now. I think it came out last year. Finished it last night. Pretty good. R- pretty entertaining. There's a, there's a cool story there. Uh, it's sci-fi. I think we talked about it on our What's Watching episode, Nick, and you thought I was talking about like an animated thing. And then I disappointed you because it was live action. But Chad, have you heard of Raised by Wolves on HBO?
1: Yeah, I saw I've seen it on HBO, but I haven't actually watched it. I've Just like as I've been browsing, I've in passing saw the like uh, cover page for it or whatever. But no, I haven't really even watched the trailer for it, I don't think yeah it's it's uh it's interesting uh i
0: recommend uh there were a few parts here and there that were like okay that's kind of it's kind of goofy but uh, i think overall solid uh so if you're in the the mood for a sci-fi show recommend it um is it a hbo show yes Okay, okay and ridley scott uh is like exec producer Oh, um, so it's, it's pretty cool. That. Yeah.
1: <laughs> now minor now detail. Oh man. Um, yes. Also clicking one, that
0: thumbnail. <laughs> one of the uh, main ish characters on that show, Nick, you might know this. Uh, I don't recall his name, but he is an actor from Vikings, uh, which does nothing. Cause there are a lot of actors and actresses Ballad. in Vikings, but um, one of them is in raised by wolves and his character is kind of cool. Um, I also started another HBO show called The Flight Attendant.
2: Travis Fimmel. You know.
0: yes. yes, that's him. Uh, he, he's good in raised by wolves. Um, the Flight Attendant. Watch the first episode of that. Have either of you
1: guys heard of or seen any of this show? If it is the one with the Kaylee Cuoco in it. Yep. That's yeah. It. Yeah. So my wife watched that show and I, I caught like glimpses of it here and there. Uh, it seemed okay. I I feel like she's, and this is just my personal opinion. I feel like she's not a very good actress. <laughs> like she doesn't really do anything for me outside of like big bang theory, like the right. slap slap joke. Yeah. 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 You no know, acting. Um, I've only seen
0: the first episode. I really like the premise. Uh, it also has... Um, man, I should have, like, came with actor names. Prepared. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, prepared. <laughs> um, he was uh, in Haunting of Bly Manor, uh, the author guy, anyways.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He, he's, he's, a, he's the dude that... Oh, yeah, I know yeah. Who you're talking
0: about, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's interesting, uh, kind of, like... Who done it type show? Who done it? Um, so we'll see if the the rest of the season continues on. The first episode caught my attention. It was interesting. Um but yeah. Have you guys been watching? I mean, I know what Chad's been watching
2: all week. Yeah, uh <laughs>
0: Nick, have you watched or played anything uh this uh, week in particular?
2: Yeah, I have a few updates uh for this week. I've been okay, kind of okay. busy um you know i'll spare you my my adventures in the mcu we all know how that's going it's going but mm-hmm. you know watching loki that's a thing finished handmaid's tale the season finale came out yesterday um maybe not the strong definitely not the strongest season finale on that ep- on that first season 4 here um got a little got a little corny um nice. wasn't wasn't a huge fan But, you know, it was okay. I would have done some things differently. Um, Definitely a lack of blood in this season. You know, that's always a disappointment. There's a lot of things that could have been more gory. Um, But other than that, playing-wise, I've been playing a game called Northgard on Steam. It's on Um, my wish list. Yeah, it was in early access. I'm pretty sure it's out of early access now. Um, but they have quite a few DLC since I last played it. Not that I bought any of them, but it's a pretty fun little RTS game. It simplifies a lot of systems. Um, you know, areas are more, you know, territories are kind of, you, you kind of outright buy them or colonize them. And that's kind of how you move across the map, um, is more so by territories and each territory can have so many buildings and each one has specialized resources. So it's, it's a little different spin on an RTS game and it's, it's, Got a fun animation style, kind of cartoony, but it's meant to be light. Uh, but it's it's really accessible. I think it's it's easy to pick up, hard to master. That's kind of where I'm at right now. So that's been fun. Plus Vikings. Yes, it's Vikings. And nice. and I feel like yeah, that's cool. I feel like they were on the edge there because this game has been kind of building for a while before the whole Viking craze happened. Mm. Um so
1: it's always weird how that happens because it, it, like some of these games are in development for like years yeah. and then they come out at the same time. You're like, wait a second, this is identical <laughs> yeah. to like, like the similar thing happened to kind of Sekiro and Ghost of Tsushima, those two yeah. samurai games. They they were like a year apart, but it came out and it was like, did, I mean, Ghost of Tsushima had to copy the combat, but there's no way because it's been in development for like years.
2: So yeah. it's, it's odd. Yeah, and, you know, we'll get into it, but, you know, E3, I saw, like, some more samurai-inspired-looking games coming out and about, and I'm like, what is, like, me and Chad were just talking about how we wanted samurai stuff, and all of a sudden we are now inundated with it, and I haven't played Mm -hmm. any of it. Um,
1: (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, Yeah, I think uh, there was, like, a major drought there for a while. There were always at least ninja games coming out. Right. of guidance was always the thing there was only always some and then there was like a drought there until until Sekiro and, and ghost of tsushima now yeah there was another one at e3 and i and i can't remember the name of it for the life of me but i remember being disappointed when i found out what it actually was so
2: yeah it there, was I, uh i think there was it, a lot of that this e3 you know not to be a yeah. downer but yeah
1: i mean uh the live I, chat I was agree. going
2: crazy yeah
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh did have you like played anything in your spare seconds this week
1: yeah i'm i'm, I'm still replaying ghost of tsushima and and sakura which is becoming oh, I my see. i don't know what to play so i play these two games mm-hmm. type of deal right right but uh, that being said i didn't really touch too much of it this week because i was so busy yeah. so understandable uh
0: there is one last thing that we need to tackle before we get into E3. And we have a channel on our Discord called Ask the Boys, um, where you can submit questions for us to ask that will either turn into full-fledged episodes of the show, uh, or, you know, like tonight, we'll just answer at the start of the show. Uh, And this is going to be the first one, not that has been asked in the channel. The channel has been, you know, kind of going For a little while Uh, But this is going to be the first one that we've addressed On the show So, um, Mel, you might know her You've heard us talk about her quite a bit Uh, Frequent, very active user On our Discord She said This was brought up by a friend of mine on Facebook But I wanted to know your opinions Who would win in a fight? My boy, Bucky Barnes, aka The Winter Soldier Or Dick Grayson, aka Robin slash Nightwing my money is on Bucky, but, is, uh, but it is pretty well known at this point that I am a Marvel girl, and he is one of my favorite characters. Although my friend did bring up some very good points for Dick that being a master strategist and genius may give him an edge. I know they've had these two duke it out on Superpower Beatdown and similar YouTube channels, but I want to know what you all think. And then she actually uh, added a very nice picture of the Winter Soldier and nightwing um thanks for the question mel um just so you know mel i actually text jordan uh our showboys comic expert and told him that he needs to go into discord and answer your question because i'm sure he would have an amazing answer for you um not being as knowledgeable as jordan this is actually kind of a tough question to answer uh My heart wants to say Dick Grayson because I I like DC more than Marvel. But, you know, I mean, Bucky's a super soldier. He's got a vibranium arm. He's like 100 years old. He's got like, you know, what, 80 years of combat experience. Plus he was a highly trained deadly assassin. Um, But Dick Grayson was trained by Batman who always seems to hold his own and outsmart his opponents while being uh, underpowered in comparison. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to toss this up to Nick and Chad first, and then I'll see if I can come to a definite answer by the time they answer. So, Nick, I know you have such a deep knowledge of comics and comic book <laughs> you, can see, you can see you
2: so. see the way he's sitting right there, <laughs> that he's,
1: he's got something clicking. Yes, I got to know.
2: What do you think? Man, um, yeah, Bucky's definitely kind of like very practically this hardened soldier, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Having just a lot of practical experience, just being older and been through a lot. Nightwing, on the other hand, I mean, yeah, Batman, arguably one of the greatest superheroes ever, can take his money and turn himself in a lot of fun gadgets and tricks to compete at any level on the superhero hero scale um man i feel like i feel like bucky would win up until the point like dick had something in his back pocket and had like the last like say in the fight if you will like he just had the like trap or the gadget that just did him in Detached his arm, like that's a thing because that's doable. <laughs> we saw so, it happen, we saw right. it happen
0: in Falcon Winter Soldier.
2: So, I feel like he would definitely take that route and be able to uh, incapacitate
0: uh, the Winter Soldier here. All right, so that's one vote for Nightwing. That's what I heard.
1: What about you, yeah? Joe? Yeah, I think I'm gonna go with the Winter Soldier just because of the experience and everything in his background, the assassin, all the stuff that Mike said. However, that being said now that nick said if you know down to the last wire and if that last wire is calling batman then i think nightwing <laughs> pulls it off so so if that's cheating that might be cheating but that from from my minor experience with nightwing in dc it seems like that's at least a thing that happens is yeah. that he that he calls in the backup so it it could happen here so i am going to go with winter soldier unless Batman is in the put, you know, on the field.
2: Yeah. I will, I will just lock you in for Winter Soldier because we're gonna rule out the whole backup thing because we don't that's want Bucky. We don't want Bucky to call him backup because True. then we're just down a rabbit hole of just yeah. yeah bro- right? We'll be here all Marvel <laughs> no, that's, that's a whole episode. <laughs> yeah, like um, does Bucky just call in the Falcon and then yeah. you know somehow Rogers comes back through time and it's just a <laughs> mess. It's an absolute mess. <laughs>
0: Uh, okay. So we're tied. So I will be breaking the tie. Oh yeah. Right? Um, are you
2: looking up Jordan's yeah, answer? I
1: was going to say, text. I was going to say that taking the pressure off of you with Nick and Chad thing really backfired on you. Cause now you're the tie. Breaker, I know so. <laughs> right now
0: there it's the ultimate pressure. Um, you know, I'm going to have to vote for, um, I'm going to have to say that, nightwing would take this fight just because i think he would um he would ultimately outsmart um bucky uh you know bucky is kind of, while he is a highly trained assassin he, he kind of came off at least in the mcu which is what i'm basing my knowledge on because i haven't read many marvel comics uh it kind of came off as kind of like a meathead kind of yeah yeah uh and I feel that. that's that is not what Nightwing is. Nightwing is a trained fighter, uh, but he's also trained by Batman, who is a master tactician, uh, and a brilliant, you know, the world's greatest detective. And that kind of, mm. um, I don't know, use of your mind would have advantages in fights as we've seen with Batman throughout the ages. Uh, so I think, uh, I think. I think Dick Grayson would take this, and uh, you know, even though Jordan hasn't answered in Discord, he did text me. He said, "Jerk." Uh, spoiler: He he sent me a couple texts, and then he's like, "Spoiler alert: Dick wins." So
3: <laughs> there, there you go. go.
1: Um, I don't know. Anytime. And this is just my minor experience with DC. Anytime I think of Dick Grayson, I think of him in like the sixties show with his tights and like his, (laughs) his shark spray or whatever it was. Yeah. So that's, that's that's what always pops into my head for him. I, I'm not sure why I know that Nightwing is a pretty substantial DC character. I just don't really know that much about him.
0: Yeah. Outside of like uh, the Arkham series. There is, uh, he is the main character in the Titan show on HBO Max, which is a great show if you haven't watched it. Yeah, Um, I wanted to check it out because I think,
1: uh, is Red Hood in that at some point too? I cannot confirm or deny. Okay.
0: Okay. Um, Also, there is uh, allegedly a Nightwing movie in development. So there could be more Nightwing on the way, just saying. Uh, And then again, Last thing I promise. Then it's all E3. I'm gonna take the screen again because we're talking about DC comics and stuff, and I just wanted to recommend this series here, Deceased. Uh, this is like book th- the third trade of the series here. Um, Do you own that? Uh, no, I am currently borrowing these.
2: Damn, from, those are cool,
0: dude. Yeah, they, they really they, are. They are super awesome. These are like hardback yeah. trade. The art is beautiful. Um, I'm borrowing them from our chief moderator in Discord, Fortress Tiberius. Um, Those are volumes two and three of the series. I read volume one. He let me borrow it uh, Sunday. I read it in like an hour and I was like, this is amazing. This is easily becoming one of my favorite comic series. But uh, yeah, just think Justice League and Zombie Apocalypse. It's like, It looks yeah, like that's a really cool concept. It is so good. Uh, I highly recommend you should check it out. I think these are, I think he told me last night, these are the only three trades that are out right now. And the fourth one is about to come out. Uh, So the series is still ongoing and uh, it's not like considered like main Canon. It's kind of like a, an else world story. Like uh, you know, off to the side there. Uh, but yeah, the first trade had was just full of ridiculous surprises, you know, one after the next. Uh, so if you're into comics, if you're into DC, read the deceased books so good. And if you can pick up the hardcover version, cause it's like, yeah, it's they're beautiful. gorgeous. Yeah. Like you can't yeah. really see the art too well, but like they have these, the like shiny metallic, this one, uh, is green, the other one is orange.
2: The first volume is red. It's they're beautiful. That books. stuff is just fun to have and it sit on the shelf and like exactly. yeah, that's fine. I don't know why that's a thing, but it's, it's great. It's just I, so cool.
0: Ryan, if you're listening, I kind of don't want to give these back. I might <laughs> I might accidentally lose these books and then ask to borrow the first one again and uh, yeah. accidentally lose that one. <laughs> Uh, good thing he doesn't listen to our podcast. Um,
2: He's a great chief moderator. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, but yeah, that, that does it for all the pre-show stuff. I know we're like 23 minutes into the episode, but it was fun. It was fun. Thanks Mel for asking us that question. Uh, if you Roll guys have, scratcher. yeah, it was, it was good. Made me think, um, if any of you listening have any question that you would like us to talk about <laughs> on our episodes or banter with you back and forth in discord, join the discord, Jump in the Ask the Boys channel and uh, ask away. And who knows? We might answer your question live on a show. Uh, But, yeah, anyone listening, if you have, you know, your pick in the, the Winter Soldier Nightwing slash Robin fight, you know, chime in in the comments. Let us know who you think would win. We'll talk about it throughout the show. But on to the main topic of tonight's show. That is E3 2021. Chad,
1: how was your week? Uh, it was, uh, it was there, man. I mean, I, <laughs> I, 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 I got to be honest with you. It, it went a little busier than I was expecting it to go, for sure. Yeah. And I think that that has a lot to do with Sunday, which was the Xbox Bethesda showcase. So last week, I told you guys that I was kind of locked into horror or sci-fi games to write for, downright creepy, right? Yes, yes. And it was going pretty smooth through Saturday. There was like I think I wrote like two articles. Sunday I ended up rating nine articles. And that was because <laughs> that was because Xbox and Bethesda came out and literally showed all sci-fi or horror games. Every yeah. game was I was like, Oh my gosh, <laughs> this is such a disaster. Yeah. <laughs> so so uh I but I gotta be honest as a whole pretty underwhelming as far as I'm concerned. There there are definitely highlights there for me, Mm -hmm. but it it sucks not having Sony at at E3 anymore. And I, I understand why they do it, why they're doing it. And I think the big problem this year was COVID threw a lot of these games through a loop with their development. Yeah. So I think that's why some of the, I mean, some of the press conferences, like Capcom was possibly the worst press conference i've ever watched in my life and it's one of my favorite studios <laughs> i was totally amped i was like oh we're gonna get like you know there was in the 4, a rematch or a for resident Evil 4 we'll get some news on that mm-hmm. i was thinking all kinds of stuff they literally talked about four games and then left and they were like three of them were already out yeah exactly I was gonna <laughs> and, say, the, and then like, the other one was like well known well before e3 they didn't even yeah. a- announce anything so yeah
0: yeah. Um, yeah. So backstory Chad writes for downrightcreepy.com. He does reviews video games. Uh, he's able to secure a press uh, like badge access, uh, wh- whatever, you know, what have you. Um, so he was covering all of E3 for downrightcreepy.com. And just so happens that he's on this podcast that talks about video games. So it worked out perfectly. Yeah. Um, so did you like take time off work for like Monday and Tuesday or like did you just catch up afterwards or like how did the like what was the press access like like what were you able to see that you know us normies so the
1: press the press access did gave you like immediate access to the stuff that they were going to announce but that being said it was on a real like a first edition app that you had to download for the first Mm -hmm. digital e3 and it was absolutely trash (laughs) so so it it, i mean it 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 functioned but i didn't i gotta be honest with you i didn't use the app for much of anything of of e3 i I was on youtube because it was just far easier Mm -hmm. but that being said you could go there to get you know different stuff for your articles if you wanted to get trailers and that stuff it was all in there Mm -hmm. you could pull it all from that so that was cool but So I didn't take any time off of work. I'm I'm fortunate enough to work Tuesday, Wednesday, Saturday every week. So it started Saturday. So I was at work Saturday and I just did it while I was at work. It was only, I think only Ubisoft on, on Saturday. So it wasn't that long, but then Sunday came around and like, I mean, it was literally, I was writing from like noon till (laughs) nine o'clock at night, just nonstop. And I gotta be honest with you, even though that probably for the, person listening to this sounds like it sucked i had the time of my life i'm not gonna lie i mean it was fun man <laughs> i was cranking out these new articles and yeah. all these games I, I, I had a blast nice uh so nick
0: did you uh catch any of e3 did you spot pick what you chose to watch or listen to or did you you know throw on day one and watch it straight through Throw on day two
2: no, I'm definitely I was definitely very selective. Um I definitely I think I checked out most every day on YouTube, but de- but definitely went to the top comment that was just like here's the lineup. <laughs> no. Um and then I just kind of spot picked through there because I mean I'm just not gonna sit there and watch them do their bits and then also just watch games I don't care about. Um mm. the bits were pretty bad at times, not unfortunately. Great. Not yeah. great, not good look. Um and also <laughs> and you know, back to Chad's point about, like, Sony, like, I get it. And, like, I think pre-E3, like, I'm like, oh, yeah, hell yeah. Like, just don't do it. Just do your own thing and be rock stars. But when the the Microsoft stuff came on, at that point, I was like, I really need the Sony stuff to be going simultaneously on the same day, <laughs> not right. in E3. Right. Just to counterbalance it because I mean their stuff is good and like there's a lot of great stuff there. It's just I know it just it's just when you have that void of Sony <laughs> not being there. It just really offsets it. And... I'm sorry.
0: We got a comment and it literally is making me laugh. So <laughs> sweet. Polar <laughs> Knight says, Sweet Jesus, this is a perfect evolution of beards. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you. Uh, that was a good I appreciate one. That. that was hilarious. I didn't mean to interrupt you, Nick, but that no. <laughs> literally was cracking. That was me good.
2: Up. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess the void is just there and i just need them there counter especially because microsoft is going so into the you know i just feel like they're not going the direction of cross-platform anything like they're so exclusive with everything they do so like that whole battle for the past 10 years to say let's just have it all be intermingled it just doesn't seem like it's going that direction anymore right we're going backwards so that's at the point where i was like i need sony to hurry up and do their thing or just be yeah. an E3. Yeah. Um, yeah, that makes sense.
0: Um, but also on the other side of the coin uh, with how underwhelming E3 was, it's yeah. almost like, is E3 even necessary? As, as painful as a question that is, because, yeah. like you know, I know in pa- the past, you know, especially like right out of high school, you know, for me, following e3 was always like a big deal and you you know that's where you got all of the amazing new announcements and new trailers and like everyone was hyped about you know what games were coming down the road uh, and it was always like the biggest part of the you know year for us gamers uh but the last couple of years it's kind of that just been <laughs> and yeah I know, I, I know we had like covid last year so we didn't have well really yeah after, not even that
1: but um yeah, yeah. i I, I don't think it's an age thing. I don't think it's like you got older and you don't enjoy it anymore. I just literally think E3 is dying. And, and, yeah. and it sucks because, you know, now I'm finally like writing about it and doing all this stuff. They're like, <laughs> oh, we're, we're not going to do it anymore. Yeah. Like, oh.
0: But I think but, like, you know, P- the companies are just starting to do their own thing, which yeah, yeah. is fine. That's what um, it should be. It's, it's cool. But, you know, now we're in that like middle ground where like E3 is still a thing. But then like, sony does its own thing i know nintendo has their nintendo directs but then they're also a part of e3 right. it's just like uh it's like this weird thing it's like if we're gonna have e3 like let's all do it so we can like get it all at once and you know all the gaming stuff is there for everyone or let's like just blow it up and everyone do their own thing um, right at least that's like my viewpoint,
2: but the the dev yeah. cycles these you know in the past five years have changed so much from you know six ten years ago where everything's so much more fluid and they mm. can't even launch games properly anymore. So <laughs> it's almost like yeah you know we just get such a constant feed of information. So it's really hard one for them to save stuff till a set date and like ta da here it is. It's more mm. like. Hey, we want you to play this beta because we don't know what we're doing, and hope you can yeah. help us make it better. Like, <laughs> right, I don't know. It's right. just such a it's just such a mess compared yeah. to like when E three was born. Yeah. You know, that's where all you know everyone could go and get all their stuff for the year.
1: Yeah, we th- now we're everywhere. I I think that is kind of a good thing though because back then, if a game launched broken, it was just broken forever. Yeah, you exactly. know, there you it wasn't going to get fixed. But that then I do think that some studios looking at you, Bethesda, put, put their games out knowing that they're broken in hopes of fixing them later down the road. And then a lot of these games two, three years later are awesome, but people are so far past them that, you know, they just don't care about them anymore. Mm. And a prime example of that is Days Gone, which was that zombie game that came out on the PS4. They didn't call them zombies, but it's a zombie game, let's be real. Yeah. It, it, it came out, and it was good at launch. It was just kind of not it didn't have the Sony polish that everything else did mm-hmm. and now it's awesome, but it's just so far, Pat, you know, the, the damage was kind of already done for, for that game. So they announced that they're not getting a sequel to that game. They're starting a new IP and that, that kind of sucks. Cause I liked that game. I liked the series. I liked where it was going. It just had a terrible launch and that ruined mm-hmm. the, the franchise essentially. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, it's, uh, those are all very great points. Um, so yeah, we'll see. You know, what evolves from E3, or if you know, it gets back on track to you know what it was in the past, or if it just kind of you know dissolves and companies just start doing their own thing. Uh, but you both make great points about how difficult it is to like keep anything secret these days. There's you know unintentional leaks, and then of course there's like leaks that right. are really just you know the company getting you know an idea of what traction they'll get with a property um and yeah like they just kind of want to get it out as soon as possible to basically have us pay to play
2: test it <laughs> right <for them>. yeah. <laughs> exactly it's so convenient um, though yeah it, it you know it just it makes sense for them to do that and we yeah. should be the people play testing it right yeah Uh, that's true but yeah uh so uh
0: myself i uh did not watch live i i tried to watch as much as possible uh for each day uh what during the workday for me you know so i have like i had it up on one of my monitors over there uh during the workday and much like uh nick though i did a little like more thorough of a watch I did do a lot of skipping of the bits and the breakdowns in between announcements and showcases and stuff. Um, But yeah, I I pretty much watched all four days with with the exception of maybe like two hours of day four. I didn't quite get it finished, but um, I was a little sad about the, like, you know, the, the bits and the, the, uh Commentators—that was the word I was looking for. Yeah, uh, because they had Avily May on the, as one of the commentators, and she uh, used to do sideline reporting for the LCS for the Pro League of Legends uh, stuff for North America. And I always enjoyed her on the LCS, but like
2: big cringe. It on, yeah, for big,
0: sure. Big super cringe, and I was like, "No, Avily, what are you doing? <laughs> what is going on? I was so happy for you." um yeah just a lot of it so cringe I, and I, I i if i heard one more time somebody say and man i'm here for it i was going to blow right? my brains out it's yeah
2: like, use another phrase like holy crap okay
0: does anyone told you like you know
2: switch things up i just don't know how while gaming is becoming increasingly cool mainstream and like the thing to be doing They are simultaneously getting not cool.
1: Yeah. And like not
2: the thing. Like (laughs) they can't of, you know, so like one of the comments in the life it was like SNL would be an improvement from this. Like (laughs) right, right. Why is that a thing? Like you're you're part of one of the biggest upcoming industries for the past like two decades, and somehow you guys just are not entertaining at all. Right.
0: I think the, the really like uh, for, I don't remember all of their names. I know the uh, Greg Miller was
1: on there. He was he was uh, the guy with the glasses. He was okay. on every every single day. He, he was He's, OK. Golden yeah. Boy. I liked <laughs> Golden Boy.
0: Uh, I could listen to him. Jackie was the the giant lady yes right um she was all right but she was the one who was always like i'm here
2: for it i'm like
0: i am here for you using a different term (laughs) because i want to seriously just cut my ears off i see Um, you
2: here for it now let's go yeah uh
0: (laughs) but like basically everyone else on the the panels uh yeah that the one the one mike dude who was just always like yo
1: yeah right (laughs) Man, Shimogamo Tensei. Yo. Yeah. <laughs> like so he likes- he's frozen, in his
0: yeah, it's <laughs> a perfect time for us to freeze.
1: Yeah. So I, I mean, I, I definitely agree with Mike. I think that moving forward, I think Games Fest should be where we announce games. That that was the thing that happened. I think Friday night with uh jeff Keeley i think his name is i don't do you know his name Nick no i don't okay so it, it, it's basically just one clip after another and and i think that's the best way to to announce games going forward the the kind of e3 thing i think should be maybe saved for like console releases and and bigger things like that we don't need the like skits in between and right. all that stuff so
2: yeah, and that's the other thing is, you know, the one day when I popped on and it was the PC, the PC period. Oh my where they're gosh, going over that. that was... I just yeah. thought it was so out of place. I don't know, yeah. like Nintendo, like like you said, the, maybe it's better if it's just the console releases. The things that we have kind of less input on, right? And like less right. beta testing, less early access. Meanwhile, here's the PC bit, and these are all things that people have already played it's been now in development for three years and people are like never heard of it um, right. and they're like the big up and coming game and it's just like no what is happening right now like also I told you to talk
0: about those like skits and whatever no, was oh, happening yeah, there man. like that actually made me I think that's what I, I think
2: of when it comes to the bad skits it, maybe right. I'm just thinking of the PC one well um, it's
1: PC and I, and I, as much as I love Troy Baker and Laura Bailey I think is her name that, that future games thing, man, yeah. it just was not, I was not feeling it. And there were some cool games showing there. I I, I was super amped yeah. for the boxing game that was shown there because we have no boxing games, which is like a thing from my childhood yeah. that just disappeared. And and a lot of the indie games they showed there look awesome. It was just this, you know, the talking that so it just bad. needed to go the, away. The script was, was that's why, not yeah. good. And that's why I feel like the the Jeff, Ke- is it Jeff Keely. Am I saying that right? I hope I'm saying that right. He's the, he's the the Summer Games Fest guy. You'll know. I mean, if you look him up, you know exactly who he is. But that's the way to do it. He literally just says, "Here's a new, you know, here's a bunch of new things," yeah. and then they just keep going one after another, Watch. one after another. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's Enjoy. the video. He's the video game awards guy. Oh, okay. That does the does that stuff? So he, I mean, you know him, but that and I think the fact that he got Elden Ring as the final announcement, which should have been a major game revealed at e3 i think that even the developers are starting to lean more towards that summer game fest kind of thing where we're just going to crack out a bunch of trailers and and then move on with our lives instead of this big you know digital only expo where the app doesn't work for anything and you know (laughs) yeah uh but yeah so
0: with all that being said now that we kind of tore e3 to shreds uh let's talk about the things that were actually announced and presented to us uh so i have some notes here but i'm assuming chad your notes are probably much more (laughs) thorough
1: i mean it's a possibility uh
0: do you want to kind of sum up what you thought of day one in particular i have on here that um you know, Ubisoft was a big showcase, and then we also had a showcase from Gearbox Software.
1: Right, yeah. So it started with, with Ubisoft. Ubisoft, I kind of said in my predictions that they weren't really going to show anything of note. They ended up showing something of note at the end, which we'll get to. Uh, they showed Rainbow Six Extraction, which if you're into Rainbow Six, might be sweet. Not really up my alley. It's like a co-op PvE type mm-hmm. of alien game with the operators from, from Siege, which I'm sure is going to get its following. I think Far Cry 6. I hate Far Cry. Uh, since Far Cry 3, <laughs> I, I thought they've all been bad. But this, that, and I can't remember the act, is it Giancarlo Esposito or something like that? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. his villain in that game looks amazing, and I will be yes. playing just for his performance in that game because I think it's going to Really set the game off because it's everything they showed of him. Yeah, there he him, is. right?
0: Yep, old uh, Gus ferring from Breaking Bad.
1: Yep, same same thing. And I think he's just everything they showed about him. I just I just want to see more of it. So yeah, that like little cinematic clip that they showed was was really cool. Right, and then the big announcement for Ubisoft, at least for me was the avatar game now i i think i predicted that they were going to show a snippet of their star wars game that they're working on mm-hmm. but i kind of forgot that this that this avatar game was even a thing and i knew it was a thing and i gotta be honest it looks beautiful i'm not that big into avatar i saw it once i don't really know why it's getting a game this far <laughs> down the road there are making
2: like you know they're making sequels to it yeah
1: so yeah i mean i I, I, it looks cool i'm not i'm not gonna say that it doesn't i i just know that it's probably gonna fall under the category of another ubisoft open world with a bunch of you know boxes to check off and Mm. camps to clear and typical ubisoft stuff yeah so those are that that was the highlights for me from ubisoft i didn't really feel like I mean, I didn't think they were going to show anything on the Star Wars game, so I wasn't that let down by not seeing anything at all or even, like, a hint at it. But what do you think?
0: Uh, So I had written down here about Rainbow Six Extraction. Um, I'm not a, you know, big Rainbow Six guy, but the whole PvE versus aliens thing kind of threw me off. I was like, is this, like... I wonder how this is going to make, like, the Tom Clancy fan base feel
3: right because uh, you yeah. know
0: all those games seem to be super grounded in realistic you know military tactical sims
1: basically yeah <clears> i mean <throat> to a point i mean the division is tom clancy <laughs> uh, true, and, and that's true. not even a that's not even a tom clancy book true, so true. uh yeah i guess i forgot about the division it's just so, yeah so. it's just like a name now at this point they're just gonna slap tom clancy on everything and, <laughs> and fork
0: it out on us because they <laughs>
1: yeah. be soft um
0: but I did really like how they talked about all the cross-playing, cross-progression between right. like Stadia and uh, Luna and PC. And then uh, all that is, I think I wrote down here, June 30th will be starting. Uh, and then cross-play and cross-progression between Xbox and PlayStation in early 2022, which is pretty cool. Pretty cool, yeah. Uh, not only the cross play, but the cross progression is awesome. So, like, right, well, if you're you can just pick it up, you yeah, know, carries over, which is clutch. Um, Rocksmith Plus looked really cool. I mean, you know, I have this guitar here, right on my wall. I have yeah. a couple of you guys can't see above my monitors. Um, And, you know, it's basically Guitar Hero, but, like, you actually use real guitars and you can actually learn how to play or, like, refine your skills playing your actual guitar, plugging it into your console or PC or phone or whatever and uh, use it as, like, a tool, a practice tool, a resource. Um, It came out, I think they said, what, like, 10 years ago or something? And now they're, like, Mm -hmm. you know, bringing Plus that has, like... A whole bunch of other comprehensive features and giant library of songs and practice tools, which I thought was
1: pretty cool. That, um, I, I just want to, I just want to point something out on that game real quick. Okay. So that was your notes for that, which you thought was cool. This is how different gamers are. Okay. <laughs> I wrote, I wrote Rocksmith game that teaches you to play guitar. Boring. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> boring. Yes. Uh
0: So dumb. Why is this even here? Um, <laughs> Yeah, but that's hilarious, Uh, and that's why I like our show, because we're all three very different uh, people, so you get a a wide variety of takes and opinions and stuff. Uh, They also announced Riders Republic, which is something I probably would never touch, but they announced it looks like a neat biking game if you're into that uh assassin's creed valhalla siege of paris expansion coming this uh
1: summer i gotta be honest that 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 to me looked like a lot of stuff and i think that it was a free update too it looked like a lot of stuff they were adding into that valhalla update and and a lot of cool i think there was like a portion where it like lets you play like cutting down trees and stuff like you guys like like just being a towns person so i was like yes it's kind of cool um
0: Yeah, they announced the Discovery Tour, which I'm sure Nick is familiar with in the... Is that like an Assassin's Creed thing across the board?
2: Yeah, they started that in... If if it's the same as what I'm thinking, in Origins, um, essentially they had... like actual historians and archaeologists, like yeah. basically vet the game, and you can go through. it basically just walk around as your character, but you take a interactive tour of actual sites and get history. Yeah. I like that kind of stuff. It was fun in Origins. I have not done it in. I haven't played Odyssey. Um, I'll probably pick up Valhalla when I pick up a PS5, and yeah, I will, Vikings. I will. I will allude <laughs> later as to when I when and why I'm going to get PS5 this year. There's there's a game on E3 here that makes it worth it. I might have a console update for
0: everyone too. Ooh. Uh, And it's going to be something you don't expect. Uh, But yeah, the Discovery Tour for Valhalla free this fall, which is kind of cool. I really dig the whole historical aspect of it. I thought that was really neat. They kind of dove into that. Uh, And then they said that they're going to continue to support this game. So... That also was pretty cool. Uh, then you got the Far Cry 6 thing. and haven't played any of the Far Cry games. Also, haven't played any of the Assassin's Creed games. So there you go. Actually, I haven't played any of the games we talked about so far. So, <laughs> uh, But yeah, uh, I was captivated by the cinematic clip that we got from Far Cry 6, though I don't think I would actually like the game. Uh, we got Mario plus Rabbids, Sparks of Hope um like a turn-based yeah it's a yeah it's like a whole mario game with it
1: it sounds odd but it's supposedly cool i never played it but the first one i think sold pretty well yeah
0: um it kind of looks sweet i don't know i used to like really not like those nintendo games and stuff but a lot of nintendo stuff caught my eye this year uh then the avatar game that you talked about and then they made film and TV announcements, actually. So they talked a little <clears throat> bit about Mythic Quest, an Apple uh, TV series. I don't have Apple, so I haven't watched it. But it is a series that I probably would watch and enjoy if I had Apple. Yeah, uh, you know, it's good. about, like, gaming develop uh, developers and studio. Uh, it's got the, uh, the gentleman from It's Always Sunny in it, one of those gentlemen. Uh, and then they announced and showed a, a couple trailers for the movie Werewolves Within, which actually looks, about, yeah, yeah I, I've talked about it here uh, and yeah, it looks funny. It's it kind of mm-hmm. looks kind of reminds me of like Shaun of the dead, but with werewolves. Uh, so yeah. it, it seems interesting. It, it seems like a, it's also another kind of like army of the dead, mishmash of genres that you wouldn't expect so it's like a werewolf movie but also like a who done it like who done cl- clue type right you know, genre so it's like i would never really expect those two genres to go together but that sounds interesting right uh, kind of like a zombie apocalypse uh bank heist yeah true <laughs> um but yeah so that pretty much sums up the ubisoft yeah the I,
1: I i was a little shocked that we didn't get in a- Update on the division movie with Netflix, which just seemed to like disappear for some reason. Like I thought I had read last that they finished filming it, and now it's just gone. And I can't believe nice. there's a lot. Of, and I felt like that a lot through a lot of these press conferences. I was kind of shocked at at some of them. I was like, How about, just give us like something, you know? <laughs> just say, hey, it's we're still doing it. Yeah, just let you know. Yeah. yeah, you know. Still thing.
0: yeah. Um, did you? <laughs> we're catch used to the, it. Yeah, exactly. Right. Did you catch any of the
2: Ubisoft stuff, Nick? uh didn't i didn't i didn't watch a lot of it this is more one where i just saw like the list and Mm -hmm. um that's really about it but far cry 6 you know looks cool doesn't you know probably will never play it i think i got far cry 4 with my playstation 4 from who i bought it from i played like the intro and just it didn't stick yeah it's not (laughs) um the best one was
1: far cry 3 and, and are, I feel like they've been chasing that high ever since then. That one has it. like
0: the blood dragon or whatever DLC.
1: Yeah. What which, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was the like eighties techno thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, dude, That is, I gotta be <laughs> honest. It's like one of the, one of the coolest DLCs for a game I've ever played. It was just a cool knockoff, you know, it had like now, the eighties, you know, music to it um, and everything. It was awesome.
0: I will say they did also announce a thing with far cry. Uh, is it a game mode or a separate game where basically you play as the villains from three,
1: four? Yeah, and five? It's, a, it, it's a separate game mode, and I think it's cool because out of everything in those games, the villains are always the best. And yeah. and some of them, especially four, the villain is kind of not in it that much when he really should have been. Nice. And then you had the like David koresh like villain in Far Cry Five. And then uh, the guy from 3 is fantastic. Every scene that he's in is fantastic. So I think that they probably heard their fans talking about how much they love the villains, and they gave them an option to play with, as them, and I think that's really cool. That's neat. And
0: the clips they showed were super trippy, and I was like, oh, right. that looks pretty cool. N- and knowing nothing about the franchise at all, I was like, that looks kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so after Ubisoft, uh, Gearbox came up, and their showcase was underwhelming
1: very incredibly <laughs> underwhelming. Uh,
0: just basically a giant chunk of it was uh, an update on the borderlands movie which, yeah and just a weird update to it yeah so which was basically not really updating us on anything it was just like yep we're making it yeah well which it was like walking... is what chad said yeah but they were right. like walking through the set and yeah like, they walked through the set. anything
1: showed some <laughs> they showed like a gun talked to a couple actors kevin hart's yeah. in there for some yeah. reason I don't know what he's playing in Borderlands. I have a feeling I have a feeling that this Borderlands movie is going to be a, a, absolutely awful. Yeah, and it's when it was announced, I was
0: shocked cuz I, I mean, there is a story to Borderlands, but right. we all know why you play Borderlands. Right. <laughs> you play it for like just the goofy nature of the game and the 100 trillion zillion weapons you can get. Yeah. Um and yeah, I'm just like real curious on how they're gonna handle the movie here, Uh but the cast is act like it has a there's a good cast like Jamie Lee Curtis, Jack Black, Seven <laughs> Hart. Uh,
1: it's just uh, it it, it sounds like, like it's gonna be the Jumanji movie to me. Yeah, you know what I mean. The second yeah, it, it, true, that, yeah. that's what it feels like to me, and I think is Ariana Grande in there too. It's like just mm. a weird cast. It's yeah, a weird. Yeah. It's a weird game to make a. <laughs> it's a weird game to make a movie out of. Yeah. It's like the equivalent of making a Mario movie back in the day. Like that makes no sense whatsoever. Wasn't that a good Why? movie? Yeah, no. The live-action Mario movie was so great. Yeah, but it's just Still I, do I don't know. Still And we talked about this on the show before. I think, I, I think at least Netflix is getting on board with the animated movies based yeah. off of video games with castlevania they showed splinter cell i think at the ubisoft like at the end there at ubisoft and it looked really really cool so nice. i think that's the way to go i think this borderland movie is going to be absolutely terrible so yes we'll find out. uh they also
0: announced uh tiny tina wonderlands for, for early 2022 right so basically is... a full game based off of the dlc from yep Borderlands 3. Yeah, so it's
1: it, it it's a like a fantasy world inspired by Borderlands. I thought it looked pretty cool. I yeah. never played Borderlands. I played maybe a little bit of 2. I wanted to play 3 when it came out, but I just didn't get around to it. But this looks cool. I'm not going to yeah. lie. I think it looks it's a cool spin-off. But Yeah. Uh played 1 and 2,
0: super fun, especially if you play with someone else. Co-op right, is like the right. best way to play that game. So good. Uh so Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, probably going to be great. Uh, her character was introduced in the last game that I played. Uh, I didn't play her DLC, but her character was hysterical in the yeah. game that she was in. So I can only imagine what the DLC and this, uh, you know, separate game is going to be like it's probably gonna be great. Uh, we have Homeworld three RTS announcement, which I saw in our Google doc here. So why, why don't you talk about this?
2: All right. So <clears throat> i'm super excited for that because okay. i tried to i i bought homeworld 2 on steam because it was on like some ridiculous sale i think last summer um like two dollars or whatever and i went to play it It did not age well um yeah. i also think it didn't port well um just to the the current you know resolutions and all that jazz so i i played it maybe like Two or three hours, and I was it was kind of clicking, but it just it just didn't get there for me. So if they can pull off a really good home three, which in RTS I don't know, you can't really mess those up too much. You know, at worst it could be ten percent worse than you know two was, or ten percent better. Um right. So <laughs> I'm just excited to get like another home world present day nice, new nice. new build out of that. So. I like me a good RTS, especially in space. Yes. If only Um, someone would come along and give me Empire at War 2, which is the Star Wars RTS in space. Oh, right,
1: right, yeah. So I I had wrote down that, did you play the remasters of Homeworld? mm,
2: Let me check Steam real quick. Okay.
1: So, yeah, I think there's either, because they either hinted at it in the... In the press conference that they're coming out with remasters or they were already out and then they said hey by the way homeworld with three is coming so maybe the remasters would be a little bit better I, i've never played them before like I, I think we talked about it on here before rts really isn't my thing i've tried multiple games and it just never clicks with me for whatever reason same
0: Have the remasters i tell that to nick all the time i'm always like yep.
1: RTS games are always
0: or RTS or the uh, like well I guess Civ is an RTS in a way, right? Yes.
2: Yeah, it's a it's a base. it's a 4X, it's not real time strategy, that's the thing. Multiplayer okay. is technically maybe RTS because it's real time ish, but the turn there's turn based books are mostly like four X. Um, and then there's the actual RTS, like Age of Empires, Warcraft, all that jazz, StarCraft. Those
0: two styles of games are both games where I see something. I'm like, that looks so cool. Yeah. And then I turn it on for like 20 minutes and I'm like, I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but I want so badly to love it. Um, so, yeah, that's my uh, experience there. Um, yeah, I figured Nick would probably be excited about that announcement. Um, they had also then Tribes of Midgard, which. Uh, Is that about st- Thor uh it's like a it's like valheim if it was more focused on the pve stuff and less focused on the minecraft stuff yeah it's like a 10 player co-op thing but there's like more like yeah just more focus on like bosses and fighting things yeah um look kind of cool not gonna lie uh and then they
1: uh, announced Godfall, which
0: I'm not familiar with
1: at all. Yeah, I think they they announced an update for Godfall, and then I believe they said it was coming to the PS4, which it's a it, it was a PS5 launch game. So now it's going backwards onto the PS4, and that always, for
2: whatever Confused. reason,
1: really confuses me and drives yeah. me crazy that they do that. Yeah. Is that a uh, sequel to Titanfall? No, it's a no. joke not at all. Well, also tiered <laughs> also, You know, you know. Just... <laughs> uh, it's just bad it, nick. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't play it. It didn't really look that cool. It looked like a launch game, you know. Yeah. Uh yeah, I wasn't impressed with what I saw. And then
0: also was like, why are you announcing it's coming to PS4? No one cares. Like yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, not like, like an E3 yeah. thing you announced PS4. Right. It's right. like
1: a tweet that you send out. You you see this like and a a lot throughout this e3 and i think it literally is the covid thing that these people just don't have anything to show and they're being forced to show something yeah that's when when we get to xbox you'll see the dates of some of these things that they're showing or some of them are ways off yeah you know and that and yeah i never understood that
0: this one was kind of unfair because exactly what you said like covid just delayed so much stuff and threw wrenches and a lot of gears (laughs) right so (laughs) why not um,
2: why not like lean into that and just have a fun E3 that's just very self aware? Instead they're trying to make something out of it that it cannot be. I, I I'll be honest.
1: There was I and I don't remember the specific game that it was, but there was like a funny trailer for a game making fun of developers, not <laughs> being ready for e3 and i really dug it yes dude i, I thought was, it was hilarious I,
0: oh man i wish i knew what game it was because yes it might it be in my notes so somewhere. funny but it was so funny i oh was laughing so yeah. hard when that came on i was like this is perfect <laughs> oh i it really read game dude yeah oh i think it was uh outer worlds 2 I, I oh yeah that, that. is yep you're right outer <laughs> it's like, like and this is cap. the part where we play overly yeah. dramatic music <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's so funny Uh, And then the uh, day one capped off with um, a little chat with Jordan Vaught Roberts, director of the Metal Gear Solid movie, and uh, the upcoming gundam movie as well which i thought was kind of cool we've yeah uh, i believe talked about the gundam movie at least in one of our newscasts uh but yeah metal gear solid movie as well
1: i'm um, um, really i i I have very 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 high hopes for that movie so i hope he nails it because if you can't if you can't transition metal gear solid into an action movie or a good movie, then <laughs> something's wrong, man. You just need to stop making video game movies. G- game that's, that's like
0: eighty like percent cutscene. You can't make into a movie, right? Right. <laughs> just wow. have any yeah. material to go off of. Yeah. Right.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, uh, this could either give you confidence or crush your hopes. Uh, but you know, he was the guy who did uh, Godzilla vs Kong, I believe. Yeah. So. Okay. I mean, just no, don't let I'm him cut it.
2: Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, right. Just no (laughs) editing. Just no editing. (laughs) Keep those execs Uh, out of the editing room. Yes. Uh,
0: But then, so, you know, that's day one. Nothing, you know, really. I mean, Ubisoft announced a handful of things. Uh, I feel like, you know, maybe Rainbow Six fans were either elated or angry at extraction. Uh, But then you have, you know, Far Cry 6, which I think made a lot of people happy. Uh, the Assassin's Creed Valhalla stuff was pretty cool, um, but yeah, overall, you know. And, and then, then I know Avatar. A lot I know of Avatar. Yeah, that. I
1: know people are going to be pumped about <laughs> that, and I, I kind of am too. I th- I thought it looked beautiful. I thought the trailer looked beautiful. The world's awesome. So what I type think of it'll game is great. that? It's going to be an open world game.
2: So, okay, see football. that might be a sleeper just because that's a yeah. pretty solid IP, and if right. they do that game right, and they just don't put too much pressure on it, it could be really cool.
1: Yeah, yeah so. I think I think it could be. Yeah.
0: So yeah, we'll see what comes of that. Uh but like Nick said, you know, they have like three or four sequels basically all filming <laughs> at the same yeah. time. Isn't uh uh old Cameron just like at the bottom of the ocean or something? <laughs> hey, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so who knows? what's actually going on uh but then day two came and this was a big one we had microsoft and bethesda taking up a nice chunk of the day uh but we also had square enix and then we had the in ridiculous uh cringeworthy pc gaming show followed (sighs) by the less but still cringeworthy future games show uh there's a lot going on here so microsoft bethesda what did you think chad
1: I, so I, I literally was sitting on the couch about, this was about to start. I said to my wife, I was like, get me back, Microsoft. This is your chance. You know, you're not competing with Win Sony me. this year. Win me back. And they pop out and they show Starfield right out the gate. I was like, oh. My goodness, it's finally happening! They're finally showing this game. By the end of that trailer, I was pretty underwhelmed. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, you're like, uh, you <laughs> yeah. Might as well just I mean, Starfield. Yeah, <laughs> I, it, it sounds cool. Skyrim in space is how they're describing it. It sounds awesome. The graphics are nothing to write home about. I thought for a cinematic trailer, I didn't think it looked that great. They no, didn't really in-game. show that much. Yeah, they didn't really show that much. Besides you know yeah. panning shots yeah but the 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 whole concept of it is cool i i, I like that they are i i, I don't want to say they're partnered with elon musk and spacex but they at least were talking to them in some form to get their space travel down so they said that space travel in the game's going to be dangerous like it was back in the 60s i think that could be a nice. cool element to the game you could get stranded on planets and stuff i think it's it's got potential okay Mm -hmm. it just didn't wow me like i was expecting it to and i just literally got off of a space kick i mean i was really into this stuff (laughs) and i was really amped
2: for this you just played mass effect so your expectations are a little up there but i
0: think that was the popular like consensus there was just like everyone was super amped about a starfield announcement and then we're just like literally
1: Yeah, it came first. It came first, which I thought was odd because when we get later down, I think it should have came last. It maybe would have had a little bit more of an impact. It's not coming till November, I think, of 2022, which is like (laughs) not that close. So and I almost guarantee it's probably gonna get delayed because it's Bethesda. So I mean it's not gonna make me buy an Xbox. I want it to, you know. They also (laughs) they also said for whatever reason, the gaming community thought that this was going to also come to PlayStation. So a lot of people were really upset when they announced that it was exclusive to Xbox, but Xbox, Microsoft bought Bethesda. (laughs) So for you to even think that was going to happen, I, you're just not thinking. So, yeah,
2: I mean, I know that people are upset about that, but are all the, are all the games in this section? Xbox only? No. Okay. Thank God.
0: But the Bethesda ones, the Bethesda ones. Yes.
1: Yep.
0: Um, Yeah, I do think the Starfield announcement suffered from being first, because if you throw it last, then you're like, what the heck? I thought we were supposed to get a Starfield announcement. So anything would have been like, oh, yes. (laughs) Yeah, right. Starfield. But then you started off with that and then you just get like a cockpit. Um, Yeah, right. (laughs) You
1: just. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, cool. A dashboard. Yeah, right. (laughs) <laughs> nice <laughs> oh they put the date on the dashboard like we yeah. weren't going to notice the obvious date on the dashboard right but it you know i i, I don't want to hate on it too much because it, they just haven't shown enough of it yet but yeah, yeah it's definitely in the way that it looked right there is not going to make me run out and buy an xbox personal yes. opinion
0: hey this is great because i always fanboy out on everything on this show and i hardly ever criticize anything so i'm this is a new side of me you guys yeah, are right seeing tonight i've been True. I've been kind of, you know, a little critical of E3 and yeah. some of the announcements. I mean, it's very uh, rare for Mike. Definitely. It is, but you know, sometimes you just got to bring the heat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is not heat, <laughs> Yeah, not at all. Uh, but here we'll run through the, uh, all the announcements. I'm just going to go real quick. Every title announced for Microsoft Bethesda because, okay. I, m- I might stop you though, but go no, ahead. that's, that's great. Um, we need to do that. Uh, some absolute hero timestamped this in the top comment of the YouTube video. Uh, <laughs> and then I just snipped that little thing. And then Nick and I uh, highlighted and <clears throat> chunked off the games that excited us. Uh, but yes, we will definitely talk, pause and talk. Uh, so Starfield was first. We already talked about that. Stalker 2 was second.
1: Yeah, sorry. You got to pause. I think it looks awesome. Okay. Personal opinion. The I didn't play the first one. I have like a weird obsession with Chernobyl and yeah. I think it's a, it's a cool concept per game. I thought it looked really good. I thought the trailer was a little too long. It seemed Very like long. it was taking up quite a bit of, of the press conference, but I liked what they showed. I don't know that I'll play it. Cause I'm not the biggest first person shooter guy, but yeah. it, it, it has something going forward. It. It's coming April 22nd of 2022, I think. So Look at
2: that doggo.
1: Yeah. He's just chilling in the back,
2: man. Just sleeping. He was dreaming. He was yeah. <laughs> doing little, little yelps
0: back there. <laughs> um, yeah. stop. I mean, uh, I, I'm also a sucker for uh, Chernobyl stuff, uh, but for some reason this, the, I don't know if it was just, the trailer itself being like five minutes long, of yeah, it was a little long, Russian yeah. dialogue for the main part, right? I mean, knowing nothing about <laughs> stalker stuff, I was just like, just show me some cool stuff. I want to get excited about this because, uh, you know, like, the name stalker sounds cool, and then you know, we're talking about Chernobyl, and I'm like, oh, this is great. Oh. Uh, but then like, I was just like, okay, when's the great stuff kind of like
2: come? I like the uh, metal medal of honor, like two look and feel of it right yeah. and where it wasn't like overly animated where you just kind of like walk up the stuff you like get it there isn't like right an over emphasis on the interaction with the environment it's just like get your items load the gun shoot right, right? right. very kind of not linear but that kind of boxy like turning it just yeah. it just it's a good feel to it i think yeah
1: yeah that that that's always something that kind of drives me nuts in games is like the how like in red dead when you you, you, ha- you it, your character has to do everything yeah. and then in Ghost of tsushima you can just walk by a bush and just grab whatever you need you know take yeah. the tree loot the bodies you don't have to get off the horse walk over to it with your get out like, your and bend knife over and get, yeah. yeah it's like <laughs> i mean i get why you're doing it but your game's also really really long so maybe you should cut some of this <laughs> stuff out of it
0: yeah exactly <laughs> so at I, some point we we can skip over the realism to just especially right quality right. of life right <laughs> I, I i thought
1: yeah shooters definitely and then i thought ghost of tsushima handled it perfectly because it doesn't take you out of what you want to be doing which is fighting i don't want to be cutting up you know animal parts i want to be fighting that's so, what yeah.
2: assassin's creeds do and that's right. always a good rpg mix in there especially when you're combat focused but like as soon as you take that step into shooters it's not a g- gathering and crafting game. yeah
0: yeah right we just want to shoot know. things as quickly as possible yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. get us to the action
2: I thought I thought a lot of it,
1: and the like Geiger counter thing they showed the tra- the trailer I thought was really cool. I, I I think it's got a cool aesthetic to it. And there was yeah, another yeah. Chernobyl game this E3 too, like Chernobyl and, Light. Chernobyl something. Light, yeah, yeah, it was in so
0: the, I, It's like another cringe future game show.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, but it's like another thing. Like, why Chernobyl games all of a sudden? You know what I mean? Because the like, HBO show, probably made hot.
3: Yep
0: um it kind of gave me some like metro vibes a little
1: bit a lot of people said that yeah definitely especially the newest one exodus i think is the newest one it a lot of people were comparing it to that so well good i'm not alone uh
0: so yeah yeah, stalker
1: 2 a second then we had back for blood which i mean it's a it's a left for it's a spiritual successor to the left for dead series I think it looks cool. I think it's going to get its following. Not my type of game. And here's another thing I would like out of E3 next year. I don't want every game to be a four-player co-op game, which seemed like <laughs> there was so many of them this yeah. this E3. But Back for Blood was not something I thought needed to be in the press conference because it was already out there. Yeah. So, I mean, it looks cool. I, I played Left 4 Dead very little. It's coming October 12th. It'll get its following, but not as uh like
0: competitive multiplayer, too, right? Right, so you can yep. play as the monsters and the humans. Yep. Gave me very, like, you remember that game Evolve? Yep. Yeah, it gave me, uh, you know, Evolve vibes, which that game was super fun, right? Was um, a sleeper, yeah, I miss it, it needs to come back. Uh, then we had Contraband, which, uh, yeah, there wasn't much shown, it was kind of like a just a cinematic trailer type thing um, that we had
2: the biggest crossover event ever.
0: Yes. Sea of (laughs) thieves update
1: the Jack Sparrow update. Yeah, man, I think it's cool. I, I, I haven't played sea of thieves. Obviously I think it looks cool. Mm -hmm. I think the, the pirates of the Caribbean thing is a natural thing for them to do. I think it looks pretty sweet, Uh, but again, not selling an Xbox for me. (laughs) Which is kind of what I'm, you know, still at this point in the press conference holding on to. Something that's going to do that. But Yeah,
0: and this is number five, by the way.
1: And Chad's still like, I'm not going to spend my money yet.
0: Right, Chad.
2: Question on this, and Mike and I pondered about it earlier this week. Um, Do you think, or do you know, if Johnny Depp voiced this? Or do you think they spliced all the dialogue they ever have of him in the archives or got a good
0: impressionist because no pun intended in a little bit of hot water these days
1: right i think that they probably like you said spliced it i don't think they got him to do the voice acting they didn't say that in the trailer and i think that would have been something to say in the trailer if that was the, the case and then a lot of these games that have that are based off of movies don't use the same voice actor so they could have just got a a guy that's good at impersonating him so yeah uh I have always wanted to try out Sea of Thieves. It looks cool. It looks you cool. You can play
2: it on PC. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Nice. Yeah. I have to tell Crossland the, about it. I mean that's where that's, Valheim Sailor. So yeah and that's where Bim plays it. Like he don't play an Xbox that I know of Bim yeah. plays Sea of Thieves? Yeah I'm pretty sure or no or he plays he, Atlas. Atlas. Okay. Another pirate game. Yeah, the other Um, freaking pirate game
0: MMO thing. (laughs) Uh, Then we had Yakuza, which I'm, I'm expecting Chad to have something to say about. Yeah, I mean, it's just it, it's
1: just coming to Game Pass. Nothing really exciting. It's a game that yeah. that came out. So a tell while me about ago.
0: this Game Pass thing, because it's like every single announcement that they made, they they're they're like play day one on Game Pass. Or yeah,
1: so it's actually a pretty big deal. I think I think that it's something maybe Sony should maybe look at doing. It's kind of like a I think they compare it to like a Netflix for gaming. So it's a subscription service and a lot of these games and I think I wrote in my notes like they said at the end 27 of the 30 games that they showed at the press conference are coming to Game Pass day 1 so or or are already on there so I think it's 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 big and and I think they're leaning into it I think they should be leaning yeah. into it I think it's one of the biggest selling points of the Xbox that you're you know going to subscribe to this and you're going to have access to all these games what's it cost and Do you know i'm not i'm not entirely sure to be honest it i want like to say 20 i want to say 20 a month yeah 15 maybe mm. I, it's not expensive but oh, to get some of the stuff that you're getting day one i mean it's
0: yeah that, i mean that saves you a crapload of money right yeah <laughs> I, mean, I mean they, they, getting, they definitely if you're just getting one new game a month like that's right. 60 bucks and you're yeah, paying 15
1: it seemed like originally Sony kind of started doing the free game thing with PlayStation plus, right? Mm -hmm. Xbox had to match that with games for gold or whatever they call it. And then Sony tried to do PlayStation now, which is like this. It's like a thing that you subscribe to and you get access to all these games. The problem with it is you stream the games and a lot of these games don't stream very well for a lot of people that don't have, you know, awesome. yeah. Yeah. Great internet. So, some of them can be downloaded. That's cool. I think they all need to be able to be downloaded. And that would have probably I don't want to say crushed Microsoft's version of it, but at least competed with it. I don't okay. think I don't think PlayStation now is competing with Game Pass in any sense. And it's that that's the reason because you can't download the games. You have to stream them. So so weird. Yeah, that's such a requirement. Yeah, it's very, very odd. And a lot of the ones that you can download are like Only the new game. So I don't know if it's like... I don't know what the issue is, to be honest.
2: I just like that concept because you can completely avoid the... Wow, I just spent 60 bucks on a busted game. Right. Yeah, Um, Or I bought the legendary edition of... You know, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I, did for, I did that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I bought the there. deluxe
2: edition of Andromeda, and I was I was sad about that for a while. But right. I'm okay now. I'm gonna I'm gonna replay it after our last conversation. So <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, it's a, it's worth it.
0: Um, and then I think this was this is the PS5 selling moment for Nick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Battlefield 2042. Oh my God, yes.
2: So it's back. It looks four yours, Nick. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say Battlefield's back. I, I can't even say it was gone because I haven't played quite a few of them. Really, haven't played since four. Um, I kind of skipped all the confusing numbering. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, no, this looks like I said this. Um, I think to Mike and maybe you, Chad. But it looks like, and it looks like it three gameplay with four graphics. Obviously, maybe even, you know better than four graphics. Um, and just like newer concepts, but I just feel like Battlefield's back and even further back because I remember playing 2142 on the PC and that was just absolute insanity um, with like mechs and just 64, maybe 128 at the time on PC, something really high, but like uh, it's, it's just ridiculous. Those games are just so much fun. And I played a lot of two and a lot of three multiplayer in college with my roommates that's just like timeless memories right there um so it's coming out on four but it's gonna be on five five. and i think i need five for this and it comes out in october which is great because i can do the whole like christmas playstation 5 to myself and then (laughs) get battlefield here um with it so i'm i'm most excited for that game um, by far just because it looks like my re-entry into the competitive online shooter that I need in my life
1: right yeah I I feel exactly the same way like I I think it looks awesome it's a return to form okay I I didn't like and I talked about on the show I didn't like battlefield 1 battlefield 2 did not feel like a world war 2 game in any fashion I don't know why until the they did like the pacific update and then it's kind of felt like a world war ii game but this is what i want out of battlefield the gameplay they showed is awesome the swapping the attachments on the fly thing is such a cool idea that i don't understand why it's just all of a sudden being used i know some other games use it yeah but it's just so cool that you know especially for me because i love sniping but i also like Finding a nest somewhere to snipe. So I yeah. can like swap out attachments real quick to clear a building and stuff. It's, it looks awesome, man. I can't wait for it. And, and that's saying a lot because I haven't been like that for Battlefield since four. Right. So I think that as long as they nail the, the sniping feel to it, it looks like they're nailing everything else.
2: And so, I think, I think that's where four fell short for me. I think I felt like sniping was broken or just wasn't as good as two and three. It was immaculate in three. Oh, um, man. Three was,
1: yeah three is definitely the best it got a lot better in four as they patched it yeah but at the beginning i think it wasn't necessarily the sniping was broke i think everything was broke you know it just something (laughs) was something was not right and you definitely feel it
2: and And that's that's the big thing about those games is like two and then especially three felt right it felt so grounded and self-aware of you know what it was supposed to be and then four was that like first step toward the like call of duty phase. They kind of went through.
1: Right. And, and I, we, we said it here before. I don't want that out of battlefield. I no you, you're not competing with call of duty as far as I'm concerned, because they're, even though they're both military shooters, they're in my book up until the more recent ones, totally different because of the, just the scale
2: of battlefield. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 And the realism, the fact that camping, Is a thing because it is a thing in actual warfare. Like, yeah, (laughs) you can't, but it it allows you to it properly executes that mechanic. Like, right, it's it's done correctly.
1: It's much more immersive feeling than Call of Duty is, where you're just spawning and dying, spawning and dying, spawning and kit. You know, Battlefield. I mean, I gotta be honest. I think, I, I think I uploaded a cut co- like on my YouTube channel, which has no videos except for battlefield <laughs> videos. Cause I accidentally uploaded them from the PS4 with the share function back in the day. But some of those games on there, I mean, I had like seven kills, which is not a lot at all, but I had the time of my freaking life, man. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. So that's what I want. The destructible areas. I want buildings blown up. It looks yeah. like they're returning to that. And the, just the fact that they're adding bots into it i know a lot of people are kind of upset about the bot thing Eh. to me every military shooter should have bots in it because there's always times where you're not having a good night and you want (laughs) to just go slay some bots you know yeah so so i think that it's going to be huge for battlefield i'm super pumped about it i can't wait to see how they do the bots i hope that it's the full amount the full lobby you can fill up with bots that would be so cool so yeah day one pickup for me october 22nd it comes out and it will definitely be a day one for me yeah
0: sounds like we're uh, playing this yeah It, it definitely like nick said sparked my interest back in fps games um it gives me major dust vibes, which if you've listened to the show at all, at any point in time, you know that I Mike was obsessed and had a major obsession with a little game called dust 514 and PS3. Uh, but just the large scale of the battles, uh, the vehicle warfare, the size of the maps, uh, and like Chad said, I'm not a great shooter. Like I, that's not what I excel at. Uh, what I did in dust was play a supportive role. So like I would heal people like provide ammo and stuff like that. And be our medic. Yeah. I was
1: just going to say, be a medic man. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So like get uh, those defibrillators out. Yeah. All the points. So the, the large scale, the squad based stuff and battlefields, uh, it just, yeah, it was very enticing. And obviously graphically it looked amazing. Uh, The like, crazy storms and like just pure chaos on the battlefield just look it just brought back so many memories of like you know dropping in on planets in new eden and dust 514 with my you know guild back in the day and just tearing up battlefields and Playing I mean, actual roles in the, the fights themselves and not just everyone running around gun and guns blazing, trying to kill as many people as possible. But like having actual strategy and like all that stuff, you know, not saying you can't do that in Call of Duty, but it's a little bit harder than games like Battlefield and especially games like Dust. But right. uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, obviously I would have to get it on PC and I don't know if they're going to have cross-platform, but
1: I haven't heard anything about cross-play on it yet. It wouldn't shock me if they did that. I, I, I feel like I know, I think Call of Duty Modern Warfare was, I would imagine Cold War was, so I think it's it, 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 I, think I think here think, in a couple years we're we're going to be cross-play with most yeah. of everything, which is how it should be. I know Warzone is uh cuz I played that right. with my brother and his
0: friend and you know his friend was on Xbox, my brother's on PlayStation, and I was on PC. So
1: yeah, I played Come with on. my... It's Call of Duty can do it, Battlefield you can on. do it. Right. <laughs> Before we move off a of Battlefield, last week I was asking Nick what was the game where you could go to different players, and it's mod, it's Battlefield Two: Modern Combat. That was the name of it, hmm. and it, it it was cool because the single player let you like, oh, okay, there's a recon guy over there. I can literally go and play as him. I can shoot across the map and play as him. Oh, now I need a medic. Shoot across and play as a medic. It was super cool. I wish I'd bring it back. This one, which I thought was a little weird because I can't think for the life of me, any battlefields that did this, it's not going to have a single player campaign. So take that for what it is. I think that it may be a good thing for dice because they can just focus on the multiplayer and that's their bread and butter really i mean the campaigns are always cool but yeah. probably not a lot of people play them if i'm being honest
2: i mean you know? we we all played them once you know just to it. play yeah. through and you got like some stuff and you got some level up through it and obviously just gets you settled in the game but right at this point it's not really required because i mean this is gonna be crazy and i also yeah. really like the time placement 2042 you know it's not 2142 which right. i already have and it's not world war one um right. you know it's a near 20 years away for us here so mm. I, I i saw the because at first i was like i put it together when i saw the dude like jump off the building or crane and he was able to zip to yeah. the crane i was like that's perfect because yeah. it, sometimes traversing the battlefield Took be time, yeah. so if they can add some like you know some, let you know additional quality of life things like that that are just fun, that I can make that, that game insane.
1: Yeah, I thought that was really cool, and all I could think of is he was zipping up to that crane, and there was like a crane and four that I would always snipe off of, and it was yeah. like <laughs> such a pain to get back up there when you died <laughs> yeah. if you yeah. didn't, you know. So I, I think that's going to be really cool. I think the traversal stuff looks cool. The flying suit looks cool. Everything yeah. about it looks cool, man. It's just you know I'm. I'm wary of how it's going to release. I hope it's put together yeah. and I'm hoping that the lack of a campaign will assure that it comes to us put together, but
0: yeah, we'll forget see. the campaign fingers crossed. <clears throat> um, so after battlefield 2042, we had 12 minutes uh, looks like a, you know, smallish, just narrative yeah, it, game. Uh, it, a lot of, if, a lot of actors in that voice acting that I think I saw James McAvoy, William yep. Dafoe,
1: Uh, yeah it was actually like a and i think it still is a small indie studio that's doing it but it's like a time loop game they really they showed it at e3 like mm -hmm. years ago and then it disappeared and it all of a sudden popped back up here coming out in august so i'm probably gonna pick it up because i was intrigued back then i'm always intrigued with time loop kind of games like that so it's like yeah, you know, you get twelve minutes to figure out what's going out. I think it's like a murder mystery type of deal. Like you wake mm. up and your wife is dead or something, and you got twelve minutes to figure out, and then you reset. And I think it looks really, really cool. Yeah, it's a very interesting concept, uh, and just
0: powerhouse house voice acting behind all that. So it'll be interesting. Um, then we had Psychonauts two, uh, Fallout seventy six update, which uh, you know Nick has blocked out here that he was interested in i'm not quite sure why uh last i knew i thought nick liked chicks but apparently (laughs) what uh, are you talking about (laughs) uh, that was a terrible joke uh but yeah so why are you excited about this fallout 76 update sir
2: who said i'm excited about it yeah (laughs) you did
0: you blocked it off you square red squared this. Okay, so
2: um, <clears throat> just because I like to see games get continued support and expansions and things like that, because I was excited for Fallout seventy six. Um, hmm. Maybe I wasn't excited, but you know, it's not a Fallout game. It was taking it in a the online direction, so. You know, just I was just happy to see that, you know, substantial content, they're still kind of supporting it. It looked a little bit more put together just based on the gameplay. Um
1: I think it is. Yeah, I, I think it got a lot better, but yeah, it's one of those things that kind of the damage was done at the beginning for a lot yeah, of people.
2: I'm probably never gonna play it, but you know, it's Bethesda and that's like kind of one of their bread and butter IPs, and the same thing goes for you know, the next one, even though that's not really worth an announcement. I don't really know what the big deal was there. There's
0: an Elder Scrolls, uh, probably expansion update or something. Uh, Yeah. You know, we've we've had our our dabbling with ESO. Uh, Pretty cool. Uh, Didn't quite stick long-term, but I enjoyed my time in it. It was fun. Uh, What I would really love is a Starfield online. I mean, I know we haven't got Starfield. (laughs) Right. But just saying... I get just put that
1: in your back pocket, Bethesda. If if it if <laughs> it's my money, I don't want Bethesda making any multiplayer stuff. I want them making Skyrim. I want them making the sequel to Skyrim, a sequel to Fallout that's not online. It just doesn't seem like it's their thing, and and I know that those games got patched and are much better than they were originally, mm-hmm. but it's just not their thing. That's yeah. not what I want out of Bethesda. I don't know. You know, I. The, the weird thing, well, well, we'll talk about it at the end with, with Elder Scrolls. We'll talk about it at the yeah. end, I'm sure. But. Uh,
0: because like ESO, not great on launch,
1: no, if I'm remembering
0: all. correctly. Uh, but I mean, when we played it, what last year or uh, maybe two years in ago 2019, yeah. it's pretty cool. It Seems well, to be more on par with your typical MMO type games,
2: right. Yeah, that game's gone through quite an evolution, um, just like kind of Lord of the Rings Online did, but like. The other thing though with Bethesda's Fallout, Fallout 4, uh, so here's the thing to like Chad's point where they need to stick with like the single player stuff, Fallout 4 launched pretty busted, or like it had a god awful amount of bugs, but (laughs) it was still fun and like people liked it. So that's the difference. Like they released two busted games, one not online, one online. Right. Online one can't recover. (laughs) Yeah, Fallout 4 recovered.
1: Yeah. I, I agree with that. I I've never been a Bethesda guy. I think maybe Fallout Four was my first Bethesda game, and I played it at launch. So it's you know that might be why I'm <laughs> so turned off. Person yeah, person. right. That's why right. Not,
2: people like these guys. This yeah, sucks. I was like,
1: I mean, I played it and I beat it, and I was like, it's you know, it's okay. It wasn't what I wanted, but it was it was okay. But yes, very broken, very glitchy, just very Bethesda y <laughs> um next up we had party
0: animals which uh looked like a fun party game uh kind of like uh i don't know super smash with weird physics like funny looking stuffed animals yes kinda that's kind of what i got a great way to put it yeah it's a kids <laughs>
1: game it it looked okay
0: yeah it looked kind of funny um then we had hades which uh been been had circled here but yeah i mean that's
2: Pretty sure Not that's been out. new game. It's yeah, it has around been around
0: for probably, I want to say, like a year yeah. or at least yeah, six but months.
1: It's, like, it's, so the, the reason they put it in there is because it was hugely popular and it's finally coming to Xbox on yeah. August mm. 13th. So I think that's why they threw it in there. But yeah, I really want to get to that game. It's another roguelike like Returnal that I just played where you die, you know, you die and you lose everything. But supposedly, it's really, 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 really good, and I think it won Game of the Year last year. If I'm mistaken from like IGN or somebody, yeah, it's uh, definitely had a lot of praise heaped on
0: it. That's for sure. Um, I that's another one of those like top-down isometric style games that like look really cool and like visually look beautiful. But yeah. then I try to play it, and I'm like, I can't get into this. Yeah, game. yeah. I
2: mean, you you played Diablo. I mean, you could probably right. you could probably really like Hades
1: a little. But it's Diablo's like, got the multiplayer aspect to it too, probably yeah. right. Mike well,
2: doesn't do multiplayer.
1: Kind yeah. of feel, no, kind, of feel like, kind of
2: feel like, kind of feel like
1: it's all he does. But,
2: you know, <laughs> <fine>. <laughs> um. But yeah, then
0: we had a little game called Somerville, which I thought actually this is a game I have highlighted. Uh. I thought it looked pretty cool. Um I don't know. Seems like a uh how would you describe this? Sounds like
2: Stardew Valley. I mean,
0: it kind of I was just going to say that, yep. Also, I... it wasn't this uh like a wasn't this the game that had the family and then like some like alien thing happened and it's like the family trying to get away. No, that is. Uh, oh, yeah,
1: maybe. It, yeah, 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 yeah. You are right. That is okay. it. Yeah, I think. Uh, I I really like the art direction on it. It had that like cell shaded yeah. look to it, and it reminded me a little bit of games like Inside and Limbo and those games. So mm-hmm. I I had this one highlighted too. I think it's it looks pretty cool. Yeah, it's you know? it's
0: one of those games where I think I would like to watch someone play it. Right. I don't know if I would enjoy playing it myself right uh but maybe it's I a was bio wondering. civ game it's a bio exactly civ game. Yep. so bio if you're listening uh i know you just played through little nightmares and that was really fun to watch uh i would also watch you play somerville just saying uh then we had halo infinite and the halo infinite multiplayer which everyone hyped for um not hasn't that game. been out though
2: or no, that's know, not how. the that's this, this not is... the
1: remake this is no. brand spanking new is the This
2: is the new Halo. No.
1: It, it, they showed it a year or two ago to very underwhelming. I mean, everybody was like, "What? what this looks awful. The graphics weren't very good. <laughs> they didn't really show anything Halo-y kind of. And it, as much as I dislike Halo at, at, at the point that it's at now because I just feel like it's irrelevant, they listened to everybody they delayed it and then they came back and i thought they showed off a pretty good trailer i think that they you know worked the game and it looks really good right now 120 fps i think too which is pretty big for for a game of this size but the trailer with master chief and zero gravity i thought was super cool it looked super halo-y and then the multiplayer being free, I thought, free to play, which was really, really, really cool. So it looks like Halo. I mean, yeah. if that's your thing, you're probably pretty amped. It hasn't been my thing since 3. Just not for me anymore, you know?
0: Yep. Uh, very true. True points. Halo is Halo. It's back. And free multiplayer. Uh, coming
1: coming holiday 2021. There you go,
0: right around the corner. Uh Biosiv chimes in. He says, Summerville is on my list.
1: Yay, there you go, man.
0: You are a good man. Um, yeah, so uh then we have Diablo 2 resurrected. Cool.
1: Yeah, Uh, I I never played any of the Halo games, but or Halo games, the (coughs) Diablo games, but the like upgrades that they were showing, like the visual upgrades showing the old game and the new one, it looks awesome. Mm-hmm. So I mean there's there's obviously a group of people that want that game and
2: they're probably pretty amped about it. It's but... everyone that didn't like three being not as dark <laughs> and as good as two. Right. Um and then four kind of just you know, four is wait, did four come out? No. Right. So it makes it, it's interesting. It makes sense that they would do that because people definitely want it. Yeah. Because yeah. They've wanted that since 3 came out and it was just like this lighter, fun, or right less dark, less gritty kind Which of Which seems, seems odd for a Diablo game,
1: but, you know. Yeah.
2: It, yeah, <laughs> I definitely
1: see why people were upset about it. But yeah, yeah, I mean, it looks really good compared to the old game when they were showing the side-by-side comparisons. I thought it, it's getting a major upgrade. I don't want to go remake level upgrade, but a pretty heavy remaster on it. So... And I think uh, September 23rd, it's coming. So. As long as they don't, uh,
2: they don't like Warcraft it, where yeah. it looks awesome, <laughs> but they're like, never mind. Sake. Yeah. Psych. <laughs> um, yeah. So,
0: uh, again, not a huge Diablo guy, but cool. Uh, a new remastered. Um, then we have a Plague Tale Requiem. Uh, I have this one highlighted. But Yeah, I the, do too. Details are escaping me. Yeah, so I so, know there's a reason why I haven't highlighted. So why don't you?
1: Yeah, so it's a sequel to Plague Tale: Innocence, which I never played, and I get so much crap from all my friends for not playing it. But it is a stealth game, like medieval times during the plague, and it looks awesome. And the trailer for this one looks amazing because they have like a giant wave of rats yes. coming down the. Yeah. Yeah, so that was like a big gameplay element to it, which were these plague-infested rats that you also had to kind of watch out for along with all the other enemies. It looked really, really cool, and I know a lot of people liked it. It got really good reviews. I believe... I I could be wrong in this, but I believe it is now... The sequel is an Xbox exclusive, which kind of sucks. But... You know, this this one for me was kind of up there on the highlights, even though I haven't played the first game. It was up there on the highlights for me from from Xbox and Bethesda yep. coming 2022. They didn't put an actual date on it, but it looks really, really good, I thought. Yeah.
0: Cool trailer. I think that's what caught my attention. But I've been burned by trailers before looking at you, Dead Island. Um, <laughs> literally the most epic trailers for games ever. And right. What a disappointment. Um, yeah. So then we had Far Cry 6, which we've already talked about. Uh, The next couple ones, unless you guys have any talking points, I'm just going to kind of blow through.
1: Yeah, Uh, I just want to to point
0: out Shredders.
1: I thought looked kind of cool. I miss snowboarding games. Just the thing from my childhood that's gone that I want. Yes,
0: I do remember. uh, I forget who I was talking to, but I said something along those lines. I'm like, oh, cool snowboarding game yeah yeah haven't seen one of those since like uh what was there one called like cool borders cool or something Borders, man that game yeah. oh, man, uh, i used to <laughs> play that all the time uh but yeah so slime rancher shredders atomic heart replaced the shroom and doom update of uh, i forget the name of the time grounded. Grounded. grounded that's it uh among us the, I'm going to butcher
1: this, Yudin Chronicle 100 Heroes. And this this to me looked really cool. It kind of had like an Octopath Traveler look to it, which is a JRPG on the Switch that I also haven't played, but I really, really want to. But it looked cool. I'm not going to lie. I like the art style on nice, those nice. those older JRPG games, you know? Uh, the Ascent. Uh, and then
0: here is a big boy for mm-hmm. our friend Nick. Uh, Age of Empires
1: Four
2: yeah. RTSs are back. Yeah, you um, nailed your
1: prediction, man. I was so amped when I saw that. <laughs> how, yeah. Like, what was your reaction?
2: Well, I mean, it's kind of the same stuff. That was the the sad thing. Is it like, it's the same trailer and stuff that came out like a few months ago. Um, yep. I think they had, you know already announced this really basically it was the reveal for it and that was kind of in and around when they're re-releasing the definitive editions of one and two um yeah i'm just excited for a you know modern version of the game much like homeworld like rts's you can't really go you can't do no wrong as far as a new one it's really hard to botch them these move 10 percent one way or the other that's what Civ right. does it gets 10 better here 10 worse here and they just kind of deviate along this trend line um well though i am confused a little bit because it seems like it overlaps a lot with age of empires 2 as far as like the time period and like the different things they're covering like they it looks like they have a joan dark mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, campaign they kind of highlighted that that was in two um <laughs>
1: yeah right so
2: i i'm, I'm a little because con- usually it went like the first one was ancient times
1: mm-hmm. like
2: roman pre-roman and then we have more medieval times which was two then we have kind of like a um a colonization time like uh in the americas kind of thing yeah. that was what three was all about you have like native americans and all that jazz. Um. So I'm not sure why four here is right now just kind of like pivoted over to just like an updated two. I would say there was probably a ton of new mechanics and new features that we all wanted when two was around. So it kind of seems like just like a modern version of two, which, you know, it's back in that 10% up or down. Realm, yeah, so. I think
1: they had mentioned that a bunch, a lot of the mechanics from the game are migrating directly from Age of Empires 2. So. Yeah. I think that's probably where you're getting that at, but I think it looks cool. I, I I played Age of Empires too, but that's the only one I played. Like I said, RTS really isn't my thing, but I, so, I was amped that they announced it. So <laughs> yeah,
0: I see. I I feel like you're almost sad, saddened, or disappointed.
2: Yeah, down. I think I think I think the <laughs> whole like flashing and highlighting of like a Joan to our campaign. Yeah. Like that was literally too. Um, <laughs> so I just expected just because the other three, each were very distinctly different for better mm. or worse. Were for, for worse for the third one, just because they were taking too many steps in different directions from the second one, but it at least covered a completely different time period. Um You know, there was like railroads and stuff. Whereas, right. I just feel like it, it's kind of like a modern two. Um, e- and even if it was a two, they could have picked a completely different range of campaigns and civs and all that stuff. It's just, yeah, a little disappointing. but it'll, it'll be fun. You know,
0: uh, I apologize for anyone watching the stream. Uh, I keep pulling a Taze and like clearing my throat away from the
2: microphone.
0: <laughs> yes. Uh, if I bust out Chocolate Rain, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, then we had The Outer Worlds 2, which probably the best trailer of the yeah. entire convention. Yeah, for uh, sure. If you didn't see this, you should go look it up. It was hysterical, and I was cracking up the entire I mean, it's,
1: time. It, it's the way to show off a game <laughs> when you have nothing to show off for the game, you yeah, know? Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: I haven't highlighted, I haven't obviously played the outer worlds but um i know bios have had this on his list at some point uh and i i voted for him to play it but he broke my heart and played something else but it was still entertaining uh but yeah these games look interesting to me um i don't know if i ever will play them but the trailer had me sold on this one just because of how funny it was um then we had microsoft flight simulator and the top gun maverick i believe expansion or
1: update or whatever yeah Um, again that's like another like the perfect thing to put into that game you know what i mean the perfect spinoff to add into it i thought it was i thought it was cool i I gotta be honest i never played a flight simulator in my life but some of the things they showed in that trailer were beautiful man like some of the spots they were flying over i mean i get why it has a following definitely
0: yeah it uh it looked beautiful yeah uh and you're right like top gun perfect uh, yeah the only like moving flying... now exactly. it's all lining up stars of
2: yep. aligned right
0: um the only flight style game i've played is war thunder and it was pretty cool but uh, yeah i could imagine like an actual flight sim being pretty sweet
1: yeah definitely uh, just
0: zipping around um
1: yeah, I miss the old, like, Ace Combat games, the older ones. I know they just came out with, like, Ace Combat 7. I didn't play it. It didn't really look that good, but the older ones were really cool, but it might have just been me as a kid loving Top Gun and wanting right. a game that, to, to match that. Yeah. Uh,
0: then we had, uh, I will say it right, Nick, Forza <laughs> Horizon <laughs> 5. I was, like, I
2: had to spend an the article on, on this. every.
0: <laughs> I was dogging on everyone who said Forza. Forza, like, to yeah. Nick. I'm like, why are they saying Forza? There's no T. Yeah. Like, come on. And he's like, well, uh, I pushed his glasses up and he's like, well, actually, uh, <laughs> this is an article saying exactly how you're supposed to pronounce it. And I was like, oh, well, thanks. Dang. So so
1: this, this game, one game of, of the conference, I think, from E3. Oh, uh, nice. Which should be really everything you need to know about this E3, in my opinion.
2: Yeah. I think true. it
1: looks cool i get it mexico looks beautiful it's awesome but game of the conference like come on i, yeah. I it's just it should tell you what we got out of this e3 yeah. you know what i mean it's mexico november 9th it's coming out I Thought the gameplay looked awesome like i said the graphics are absolutely Dude,
0: stellar it's like photo realistic yeah literally yeah uh the most beautiful game i've seen and it's like that's the gameplay Right, I'm like holy right. crap, yeah. this is literally nuts. I'm not a big, uh, driving game guy. I mean, I used to play like Gran Turismo 2 or something like way right. back in the
1: day. Yeah, uh, I went through my phases too, definitely. And yeah. Forza was in that 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 those phases. But I played
2: the Forza that was in Colorado. That yeah. was like on the Xbox 360. That one mm-hmm. was
1: pretty good. Right. This this game makes me
0: want to get back into it, though. Yeah, like, it man, it looks so I, because... cool. And then they have like cool, like mini games and like arcade style stuff too. Um, but yeah, real interesting. But the game that I got to say I was probably the most interested in from the Xbox stuff was Redfall. Uh, just, I looked like an interesting t- story with some fun gameplay. Yeah. Seemed like a kind of goofy Borderlands-esque style shooter where you're like you know, going up against vampires and stuff, and I yeah. only say Borderlands in terms of like the goofiness of like, right. what we yeah. Call the characters were, their interactions me, were kind of funny and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, for me, I just got like a Fortnite with with vampires vibe from it. I don't know if that's mm-hmm. you know just me being facetious, but it, it it's the new game from the people that uh, are Arcane Studios, I think. Yes, yeah, which did right. which did Prey the dishonor i think dishonored and then they also did death loop which is the ps5 exclusive that's not out yet but it's exclusive again it's a, another bethesda game so it's exclusive to xbox I, I i thought it looked okay my only problem with it was this was like the one more thing and i was like <laughs> and then they should redfall i'm like what yeah like that should have maybe been that, first and the one more thing should have been like starfield. absolutely
0: absolutely uh, 100 why don't they pay us for this yeah i, I mean
1: I, <laughs> I i get if you put starfield first and then you show something totally wild like maybe the indiana jones game that i wanted to see that would have been a cool ender but Red you're fall? crazy chit it's like, you know, just another freaking co-op game, man. Another yeah. four-player co-op game. It's either zombies, Dad's vampires. Favorite. Yeah, it's just you know, tweaking it, out, man. Well, we'll see. I, I think it had a yeah. good aesthetic to it. The graphics to it looked really cool. It's coming summer 2022, day one on Game Pass, which is a big deal, like I said. So, I mean, yeah. we'll see.
0: So that that's probably like the biggest chunk of our episode here. I mean, we still yeah. have, you know, two and a half days to get through but i mean like that was the meat at least on on, in my notes that was the meat right Uh, but we had square enix they had guardians of the galaxy which looked all right Uh, yeah it looks
3: looks okay yeah
0: compared to other hero games that we get like spider-man or the arkham series
1: uh it's not not, no i don't think it's comparable it's 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 square enix man it's a it, I'm, I'm wary of it because of what they did with avengers which would should have been an awesome game and it turned out not to be an awesome yeah. game i believe that this game is not multiplayer i think it's only single it's player. single player so yeah. i think that that's it's a good way to go i yeah. didn't think it looked that great though i didn't think the gameplay yeah. looked kind of i don't Goofy. know something's not not Kay. right with it
0: but and like uh, i get like I mean, I'm familiar with the Guardians, right? I know they're, like, zany, quippy characters, but, like, it seemed like every half second somebody... Overly quippy, yeah. ...was, like, throwing out a one-liner. I'm like, okay, I get yeah, it. Like, like, yeah. Can we have, like, one second go by without, yeah, like, and someone they, throwing that, out a they, one-liner? And
1: a pretty good amount of time. Like, it was a big trailer. Like, it might yeah. have been one of the longer ones. So... I don't know. I'm not going to play it just because, like Mike said, I know about the Guardians of the Galaxy. It's just not really yeah. my thing. You know, I, I um, want Spider-Man 2 or that those are the Marvel games I want. Yeah. So give me a new Arkham game or a new Arkham. Yeah, I,
0: that, I really want to play the Spider-Man games. They look sick. Oh, man, it's so good. Yeah. Um. Give me like a third person punisher game that would be dope oh yeah that would be really cool (laughs) Uh, anyways uh yeah we could spitball superhero games all day long for sure future Uh, episode yeah there you go uh but yes like you brought up avengers uh they have you know wakanda
1: update coming i thought that actually looked pretty cool that might that might be enough to get me back on to avengers just to check out everything yeah. that's come since launch i played it at launch beat it it's like the most mediocre game it's like <laughs> the most basic okay game i've ever played like the combat's fun it's just uh you know it's just not the path that i would have taken the avengers and nice. we said that a couple times but i think <laughs> it's the Black most
0: mediocre game <laughs> yeah it, it
1: really is that's the best way to describe it it's not terrible there's nothing in it that's like broken or bad or anything it's yeah. just so, Just it's okay. Not great. Yeah. It's a game. Yeah. Uh,
0: then we had Life is Strange. Uh, True Colors uh, looked interesting. Uh, very heavily, you know, narrative driven and stuff. Uh,
1: yeah, I wanted again, to. Again, I don't them know sp-
0: if I would ever play it, but it
1: looked interesting. Yeah, cool. I I wanted to play them. I, I think they're supposed to be good. You did. You did skip one thing that I want to point out mm. because it really annoyed me. And it was, and it was final fantasy one through six coming to steam and mobile steam and Uh, mobile. Yes. What, what can you put it on the PS4, the PS5, the Xbox, the switch, any of the other gaming consoles? (laughs) I don't want to play final fantasy on my phone. I'm sorry. It's just not yes, what I want. Yes, you so. do. Any,
0: anytime anyone makes a mobile like announcement is like committing a cardinal sin in my book. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it's like, just so well, it's weird cr- because no it's
2: crazy. Case. Where are these people at that they think they're talking to? Because I, yeah. I don't ever, I don't know anyone that's just like <laughs> mobile game announcement. It's, it's yeah. not the people right.
0: that watch <laughs> E <E3>. three. That's
1: no <laughs> oh, sure. right. Yeah, definitely. So that was like the biggest like woohoo moment for me (laughs) until the end when they said steam and it was like the biggest keys ever. So I just wanted to point that out because it really irritated me. Also at
0: this point, my uh, notes on E3 greatly diminished yeah i was gonna say yeah I, I was gonna say
1: um, you, you you skipped quite a bit there but because you know, my, next, value, really.
0: my next bullet point is a bunch of other stuff that i wasn't particularly interested in yeah i mean that's pretty
1: much I, I gotta be honest with you that's pretty much it i there was a they showed off stranger of paradise final fantasy origin which is the new team ninja in square enix japan game it looks cool. I don't think that the problem with it is they release a demo after the trailer that was literally broken like corrupted <laughs> nobody could play it. So <laughs> that's that's a big big issue to try nice. and like get people excited for your game and your demo's broken. Yeah. So it's coming 2022 didn't learn a single thing about it from the trailer. I think they were hoping people were going to go download the demo to learn about it and then missing Outside of the B roll at the end was Final Fantasy 16, and I don't know where. I don't know if I'm just confused on Final Fantasy 16, if it already got announced, but I feel like I don't remember it getting announced, and then all of a sudden it showed up at the B roll, like the quick stuff at the end, like oh Final yeah. Fantasy 16, like uh, it's like, okay. I gotta slip that one in there. Yeah, let's just skip over <laughs> maybe your most anticipated hey, title they, right they now. They had to make room for that mobile announcement in that. It's 20 minute, don't long. talk about
2: it, just show yeah. it real
1: quick. Yeah, uh, that's that's the vibe I got from it, honestly, Nick, is there's something wrong with it, and that's why they're not showing it off, but I could be wrong.
2: Or to or, Mike's point, they were like, pause, mobile, go.
1: <laughs> yeah, right, right. Or they just literally ran out of time because the Guardians and Galaxy thing was like 30 <laughs> minutes long. Yeah, that light. really was <laughs> like a huge amount of time which was unnecessary.
0: Um, yeah. Uh, was there anything else from square? Nope. No? okay. So then we had the PC gaming show first bullet point, all caps sucked. <laughs> um, which made yeah. me sad because I am a PC gamer and I was looking forward to cool stuff, but I guess, you, you know, guess. I think all the Microsoft stuff should be available on PC. Yes. Yeah. More or less,
2: yeah.
0: Um, so I mean, I guess you know a lot of cool games got announced earlier, but uh, not only was uh, just this missing announcements, the the show itself was so cringe. So like
1: cringe, man. Oh my goodness. I was
0: like, what? Who is watching this? Like yeah. fifth graders, like, right? Right. What
1: is going on? Like so. Oh. Yeah. So the <clears throat> the first announcement was what I. I was talking about when we were talking about the Samurai games earlier and it's Naraka blade point. And I had saw a trailer for this initially before this PC gaming show. So it popped up. I was super amped about it. Cause it looks kind of ghost of Tsushima like, you know, mm-hmm. it's got the, the ancient Japan or, or ancient China, whatever they're going for. But in my notes, I put Naraka blade point battle Royale question mark stupid. (laughs) So, so it's a battle (laughs) Royale game. I, I kind of toned it out after that, man. It looked cool, but just it, yeah, not for me, man. I, I was really excited for that one and it kind of fizzled out. Yeah. Uh, I I do have
0: noted chivalry Two looked cool. Yeah. Um, you know, one of our friends who plays Valheim with us, Crossland, uh, shout out Crossland. Um, him and his buddies are you know really into like chivalry uh mordhow uh you know games of the like uh it it does look kind of cool i don't know if i'd play it uh but it looked cool um i like the scale and all that stuff then we had an eve online academy announcement which was interesting you know try to ease that entry point of uh spreadsheet space sim eve online Mm -hmm. um you know it's been something i've kind of wanted to dip my toes into you know being a dust 514 fan um but it is a very daunting game to get involved in because it's so old the yeah it's not like new user friendly (laughs) at this point So having that Academy thing kind of was uh, cool, I thought, Uh, though I'm not a huge fan of CCP. And yeah, I actually really just hate them. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, For taking my beloved away from me and then teasing that we would get like a PC, basically like spiritual successor and then never getting it. Right. Um, Then I had Icarus uh, looked pretty cool. Which made me think of I have written down here Spacey Valheim kind of game question yeah. um, mark. Other than that, that's my uh, entire note. Of yeah, I mean, BBC I see gaming I, show.
1: Yeah, I have a lot of notes, and I got to be honest with you, I don't think really any of them are worth talking about. that what I do want to point out though, is the, t- the dying two portion of it, where it was just the dude sitting in the chair talking. Like show me oh, gameplay man. Yeah. What what are you doing? Yeah, they I don't want to hear about, you talk. <laughs> yeah, they talked about
0: dying late too for uh, a bit. Yeah, And in the that's most literally way. all they did was talk about it. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, weird. yeah. I and but then, I think that's again like just a product of they probably weren't able to really work on it this entire year so they might not have yeah. anything to show. I which mean, sucks. They,
1: that's that's the thing that was they, they released a couple of trailers. It just—it uh, was just that that was what made it so weird, is that they weren't yeah. showing the game. It was just this dude talking about it. Yeah. Weird. But uh, I, I have highlighted Silt, which is uh, a limbo inside, and whatever the other game we just talked about I said was similar yeah. to it. Summerville. Yeah, Somerville. I think that looked really cool. Solstice, which is a Souls-like game, I thought looked really, really good too. But yeah, I... You know, we got some more stalker two gameplay in case the 30 minutes in the uh the other one wasn't enough for you. Yeah. Uh and, did you watch
2: any
0: oh sorry, did you have more? Nope. Okay. Uh did you watch any of the did you make it past like the opening part of the PC
2: game show? No, <laughs> I was I was too I was too mortified. And I think I was just like busy that day. So yeah. PC, I think I, I think I saw a list somewhere i can't find it whereas like just listen everything out that they kind of went over but there's nothing crazy. like i told you um i I might as well just scroll through my steam
0: like suggestions (laughs) at this
2: point like yeah we don't need we don't need pc announcements at e3 right because yeah because most
0: games on you know the major consoles are going to on Steam anyway, so it, what
2: Steam does it every day for me? I open it and it basically gives me an E3 of just billions of games that right. I could buy and play. What what is it wish listing something on Steam?
0: Uh basically like a watch list. Like if you want a game, throw it on there, and if it like goes on sale, or it'll tell if it's you. a game that isn't out yet, um that maybe is just on Steam or in like early access or whatever, it'll kind of like give you updates about it and things like that because it seems like after literally every trailer like wish
1: wish listed on steam and i was like oh i wonder what that is yeah Yeah, i think it's a
2: way also for studios to track interest yeah that's that's what i figured yeah um, i use it for sale announcements so i same. can get things cheap because most yes. of the time things i want on steam i don't have to play today but i want to play someday when right. they're five dollars two dollars exactly. yeah. yeah yeah i do that a lot
0: wishlist 90% games off and, yeah when it's like this game i'll pay you <laughs> to play it and i'm like okay throw it in my library <laughs> okay. i won't um, install it yeah um uh, but yeah, uh also if you didn't catch uh throughout the presentation if you did watch it, uh there was a game that they kept you know promoting. I I don't quite remember. Oh yeah, it's Mech Warrior 5 Yeah. you didn't get any of the <laughs> Yeah, like, no. My goodness, geez, like <laughs> you, you didn't you made me not want to ever play that game.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. By exactly. talking about it. So exactly. Like, holy exactly crap. with your cringy cringy Dialogue and and spaceship crashing, or whatever was going on, it was so ridiculous. Yeah, just give me the game announcements, man. I don't need all that crap, yes.
0: Uh, and then we had the future game show, and I got excited because I saw my boy Troy Baker, and then uh, immediately was like, oh, Wow, I didn't think anything could be as cringy as the PC game show. And then right. I heard the dialogue of the script, and I was like, Oh boy. This is as cringy as the PC game yeah. show.
1: <laughs> I got yeah, I felt the same way, man. I love Troy Baker. I love Laura Bailey, who played a major character in The Last of Us Two. So I was pretty excited for this. I thought they were just gonna be normal and talk through the games, which would have been way cooler, but the acting stuff was just it was not hidden for me at all. No bueno. Uh so my note
0: uh, is nothing really caught my eye. That sums up the future game show. Yeah. Yeah, that's
2: it. So, I, so, I that's a good way. I, I go ahead, Nick. I was gonna say, are they like so does E three just stereotype PC gaming and this stuff as like cringy, eccentric people? Apparently, They're not just apparently. just normal people don't play PC I, games. I don't know. Like, yeah, I, super cringy, awkward, never gonna happen in real life, ever, yeah. or in a game or in a movie. Like good it was a really it. bad it's not movie. a way
0: that you speak to the master race you know right yesterday. right so confused. <laughs> so confused you do not speak to us pc gamers like that
2: so
1: i i do want to point out a couple a game a couple games from here the first one was instinction i think it was the name of it it was a dinosaur like a dino crisis looking game oh yeah where yeah. you like are protecting dinosaurs it looked really cool i thought the boxing game that I had mentioned earlier, I really, really want because they're just not around. And then there were either one, two, or three World War II shooters in here.
2: Just what <laughs> and, we
1: need. Yeah, there was a lot of them, and I thought they both looked pretty decent, to be honest with you. So, what was the boxing game's name? Because yeah, it, it was confused e- me. Esports boxing is the name of it, and I don't yeah. know if they're trying to hope that people accidentally buy it thinking it's EA sports or what but that's how that's how I took it. I got excited because I was like, oh dude a boxing
0: esport league that would be dope. <laughs> yeah yeah. Uh, but then it's no that's just the name of the game. And yeah just like, the what it, where the is the esports that doesn't come into play anywhere yeah. you just a
1: boxing game.
0: Doesn't make like, any oh. sense
1: doesn't make any sense but it, I like a couple months ago I was like trying to find a boxing game and they're like literally there's none there's ufc games but there's no legit boxing game so i was excited for that it was also uh, looked
0: pretty like good like kind of realistic Mm they seemed to really like uh call on boxing people for movement and uh moves and stuff I, i was liking what i saw there
1: yeah and then i actually have one game highlighted out of this list which i don't think i did through all of e3 with check this out it's called lake and it's set in the 1980s you're like moved to a small town and you're a mail delivery guy and then it's like a life simulator Uh, slash mystery game i don't know i thought it looked really cool it's an indie game it's coming out september 1st for Xbox and PC first and then I think it's coming to PlayStation later. So I'll probably just wait until later obviously because I'm not that amped about it, but I thought
0: it looked really really cool. Is is that the one where in the the trailer or announcement or whatever, they're in the car trying to pick what movie to go to? Yeah, yeah, okay. that was it. Yeah. So like with all these actual sim games, uh I wasn't sure if it was like you know, cat cafe sim, which was a thing that was announced, right. or if it was like uh give off the impression of a sim but also but then be like a mystery game like you're yeah that's so that's like, that's how
1: i took it because they said like wait until you see what happens after the movie like it yeah, was like yeah. this mystery so i don't know it gave me like the life sim portions of persona that's the kind of vibe it was giving me so i was really into it nice. so nice well that makes it sound much more interesting
0: (laughs) because i was like "Ah, i think i could pass on being a mailman and picking out movies to go yeah yeah there you go i would just go pick out a movie in real life and go watch it um (laughs) but uh yeah so that pretty much wraps up the future game show
1: yeah definitely their final like mic drop game was like what yeah that yeah. probably should have been somewhere in the middle because it looked so boring
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah but hey it follows suit with uh, pretty much the rest of e3 so yeah. um day three uh again this wasn't uh, a huge day in my no. opinion uh we had verizon 5g presentation for like three hours yeah. which boring. was basically super dumb uh, yeah. don't really understand um then we did have Intellivision Amico cons- console uh, announcement, which I thought was actually pretty cool. Um, it's obviously not comparable to the consoles that are out right now, but yeah. it looked like a really cool console for super casual gamers or uh, like family gaming time. Like if you have small kids. Right. Um, I, I loved the <laughs> fact that... Uh, they said that you can like take your controller to another Amico. And if you like dock it on that charger or whatever, like you can play all the games you own yeah. on that system, which I thought was really interesting and super cool for like, you know, party games or like, you know, you have a bunch of people over. Um yeah, I don't know. I might check it out. Cause uh, I have small children and right. it'd be a cool way to introduce them to gaming uh, and then, you know, they had like a little, you know, Earthworm Jim thing, which
1: mm-hmm.
0: I love Earthworm Jim, right. one of my favorite <laughs> Super Nintendo games. So I was like, OK, you got my attention yeah, twice during this whole thing. Um, but again, you know, nothing to write home about, but I thought right. it was cool. Uh, yeah, I cool thought it was way. cool.
1: There was a lot of stuff like that when we were kids that they had like tried to do. And this seems mm-hmm. like the progression of it. It's like a party game type of deal. They, you know, they had like Euchre and stuff on there you could play. I don't think it's going to pick up. I, you know, I think it's probably just going to fizzle out, but it's a cool concept, I guess.
0: Yeah. And uh, I'm all for trying to find your spot. Right. Right. And they were very self-aware. I think he even said like this, (laughs) this is nothing like what's out and we're not trying to be like what's out. It's like a completely separate thing. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. I might look into it, see how much it is, uh, if it's cheap. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, this was not my console announcement, by the way. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, But then the thing from day three that really sparked my interest is uh, Blanco's Block Party. And, uh, yeah. Chasnow so... is dumb.
2: Oh. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: to the moon. No, uh, that's Nick's note we're going to the moon baby Uh, but yeah gaming on the blockchain and you're gaming with NFTs so if you're into crypto stuff uh, this could be very enticing thing for you to get into so uh did you look into this any further Nick after I was like talking to you about it
2: uh, I was I, w- I watched most of them um, them talking about it and them kind of just going through the different pieces I thought the I thought the like artist portion of it was cool. How people can like who are artists can like contribute art basically to the game. Right. And then yeah. essentially they're selling their art as NFTs through the game more or less. And they're kind of using the characters as like the canvas. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, little <laughs> felt a little salesy or like stage though, at the same time, um, there's a lot of people like saying like scam in in the in the <laughs> yeah. side thing, which is just a thing you get with like blockchain. But yeah. um, it definitely seemed like a little long and a little kind of repetitive, but definitely a cool idea.
0: Um, Do you want to explain what NFTs are? Because I doubt most people would really know.
2: Yeah, I, I, I would say just generally like an NFT. You know, dealing with the blockchain, it's it is a token much like kind of like a coin would be on like bitcoins so, like bitcoin they're all the same Every a bitcoin is equal to one bitcoin well with nfts they're controlled by a ledger system just like bitcoin is but every nft is unique and it is has a unique value that people can place on it based on what it's tied to so in this case they tie the Tokens, which are the NFTs, to in-game items, which make them unique, tradable assets, if you will. So, I could get a very cool item in game, and maybe it's one of 100, or it's the only one of itself, and I can sell it to Chad because Chad's like, "Dude, I will give you 10 bucks for that," or we can trade for it, whatever it might be. But the idea is that with the blockchain, it is while it's digital, it allows it to be a unique digital asset. Yeah. um unlike you know every other cosmetic in every other game that exists right now which is just infinitely reproducible
0: right yeah and i think your comparison to like trading cards is perfect way to explain it yeah. it's like uh like you have you got a first gen hollow charizard well that's like one of 100 first gen hollow charizards so yeah. that that card or in this case the nft is going to have a specific rarity to it that will assign it a value so um yeah basically this game is like seems like a mario party of sorts like a yeah. basically a party game uh that also has like a mmo type like gathering social aspect to it where you there's just kind of like a world and you can see all the other players running around but basically you play as like a vinyl pop figure and that's the nft and you collect these Pops basically, and they're all different designs. You level them up, and then that kind of makes them even more unique and more valuable. And basically, you have this now NFT that is worth a monetary value, which I think is kind of cool. Um, I'm interested in it for sure. Uh, definitely, I like that it had
2: had level builders. I thought that was a cool little addition. Yeah.
0: Yeah, uh, the gameplay. I'm less so interested in and more so interested in the <laughs> NFT side of it. Uh, right. But then it made me think of like, why don't we get like a Pokemon trading card online game, but uh-huh. they're also NFTs. So like the cards that you get in the game, like you actually own and are of a specific rarity. And I think that that's would a be really so cool idea. Cool. Yeah, that's a really cool um, idea. But yeah, I don't know. I'm interested and keep my eye out on Blankos. Uh, But yeah. And then we were, Nick and I were also talking like, well, what if you, you know, invest money into Blankos and you're like buying all these figures and NFTs and stuff. And then they like shut down the game, right? And it's no longer supported. Like, yeah. What happens? Right. Well, then I guess your NFTs are now more valuable because like they're not going to be made anymore. So it's like, I don't know, yeah. but then also could be like not valuable because now you have nowhere to use it. But it's right, also right. like an NFT is kind of like an a piece of art, right? I don't know. It's, yeah. it's interesting to think about for sure, see where it goes. Um, then we had the Indie Spotlight where there were lots of games. Uh, I wrote down two. Dreamscape I thought looked pretty cool. And then uh, Coromon, which is a straight up Pokemon ripoff, but <laughs> yeah, I love Pokemon, and we'll probably play it. Right, <laughs> uh, but yeah, do do you have any uh, yeah anything to add here before we get into Capcom?
1: I didn't really highlight anything from that. I do want to touch on something earlier on in the day that really, really, really agitated me, and it was the Take Two Interactive panel thing that they did.
2: Mm.
1: Okay, so I don't know why just looking at the schedule it says take 2 interactive okay mm-hmm. and that's like you know could have been grand theft auto 6 could have been a lot of things could have been a lot of big announcements for monday i that was probably the one next to capcom that i was looking forward to the most and then it was like I mean, I don't even want to even get into what it was. It, it it should not have been at E3. They did not even announce a single game at it. They, I don't even think they talked about games at it at all. It was so, uh, I don't know. It was so agitating, and I just what want some news about. on Grand Theft Auto. It was like an in like inclusion in gaming. So they had like a bunch of oh, different right. people. Yeah, it was really. I mean, it's fine. That stuff has its place, just not in
2: E3 that's what those yeah. youtube comments were aiming at yeah oh
0: yeah 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 yeah
2: it <laughs> there, pretty... there were a
0: lot of panels like that uh yeah. just i mean there was like a few things about mental health there were
1: yeah. and i'm fine with all that just yeah. don't put take two interactive on the thing like tell me <laughs> hey, hey it's a it's an inclusive you know inclusive video game or mental health panel or whatever yeah just don't tease me with hey it could be grand theft auto 6 and here's yeah. 45 minutes of nothing to do they, like that. Baited,
2: they baited you into their panel they with did <laughs> they did and i was uh, very
1: agitated with it up until i got yeah. to capcom
2: Wait, and then, then, I, became,
1: then I became agitated. even more <laughs> agitated <laughs> yeah furious. uh
0: yeah uh so capcom uh, my notes are resident evil 8 dlc and then uh, they had like Monster Hunter stuff, which I've always wanted to get into. Monster Hunter, it looks, and, it look, especially
1: Monster Hunter Stories. I, I yeah, looks kind of cool. That's
0: that's kind of what they announced here, and um, there in day four there is you know an even deeper look into it. I think uh, during the Nintendo thing, yeah.
1: Um,
0: and yeah, the more they they showed and talked about this game, the more I was like this could be a cool entry point into monster hunter because it's not like it's kind of, it's like kind of tied into the other like hunter hunter, actual hunter games, uh, but also kind of its own thing. And it's like a different, it's the tactical uh, like turn based style and not so much the hack and slash, even though that like, looks awesome and i really want to get into that but i don't know where to get into that you know because it's so far along now (laughs) right um those are my two things from capcom did you like i i gotta tell me what made you so mad because i want to know it's fun
1: yeah it's it's capcom and they didn't announce anything new the the monster hunter stuff was already out they didn't announce a single new game in this e3 conference in quotes so The Resident Evil Village stuff, starting with that, agitated me because that game's already out. Not showing anything to do with the DLC besides saying it's in production. And then showing the RE... Everything about this conference agitated me because they didn't announce anything. (laughs) And they didn't talk about anything I thought they were going to at least touch on in some capacity. Great. I mean, the games that they showed look great, but they weren't announcements. Okay? Yeah. I they need to say something about this Resident Evil 4 remake because there's there's obviously some sort of developmental issue with it because they went in and said, hey, we're like kind of wiping the floor with the development and we're going to come back and rework it. So just tell us like, hey, we're still working on it. You know, yeah. you didn't even have to show a trailer or anything. Just talk about relevant games at E3. You didn't talk about anything. You talked about <laughs> games that were out or that we already knew about from other conferences. Yeah. So... I mean, by the end of this, I like literally (laughs) I'm not even going to read my comments because it's not it's a not (laughs) safe for work comment. So (laughs) but it's just like I mean, the the first part of it was total waste of time. It was like the worst hands down, the worst conference of E3.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, I could I could
0: agree with that. Do you have anything to add, Nick? Dope. Didn't watch it. I concur. Yeah. What, what were you gonna say? I didn't mean, to cut you off there, Chad.
1: Yeah. I, like the other thing. Like I wanted Resident Evil Four remake news. I wanted Mega Man Twelve stuff. I wanted anything of relevance that have been in production for years now, literally mm. years, and nothing. Not even like a <laughs> hey, we're still doing it. Don't you know? You know? Yeah. Hey. Like just that. This should have been a hey. Sorry, E3. We don't have anything to show. Yeah. <laughs> we apologize. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: uh woke up this morning totally forgot we were supposed to be here Right, bad. Yeah. Um
1: that's what it felt like.
0: Yeah. Uh <laughs> yes. Uh so we're rounding out here we're uh on to day 4 now and you know we're hitting our usual target time of what's playing episodes of about 4 hours so thank All you right. for sticking with <laughs> us. Um but yeah, day 4 big Nintendo Direct uh basically all that I was able to watch of day four, which was quite a big chunk was all Nintendo stuff, but I enjoyed the way Nintendo did it. Uh, they, you know, talked, showed like trailers and stuff, but then they like had set, like, I think 20, 15, maybe 10 to 20 minute chunks of time of the people playing the games and talking about them. And I'm like, where has this been this is what we need like seeing how the game actually works it's crazy
3: yeah
0: um but yeah this like i want to get a switch now
1: yeah man. this made me
0: want to get a switch i mean on top of you know my love of pokemon and then my hype uh, for arceus like some of the things announced here during the nintendo direct thing like pushed me over the top i'm like okay I'm going to look into getting a switch cause I think it would be really cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It, I, I mean, it is, man. I, I love my switch. My both my kids have, we have like three or four switches in this house. I mean, we, <laughs> lo- we, we, we absolutely love them. So nice. it, it's Nintendo's best console in years. And while I have my complaints with this press conference, we'll get to those later as we break it down. But mm-hmm. Uh, I this for me probably is my winner press conference wise and it's because what happened at the end what they showed at the end so we'll get to nice. that but um so yeah
0: new metroid game metroid dread yeah, not a man. big fan of metroid but a lot of people are pumped
1: about that yeah it's super been
0: about like super super 30 rant. years since they announced this game
1: yeah <laughs> particularly yeah so so they came out and were like, hey, we're still working on Metroid Prime 4, which is the game they announced a while ago. That's all that, you know, we're hard at work at it. That kind of <laughs> agitated me a lot. But that was kind of taken away by showing Metroid Dread, which is a new side scrolling Metroid. It looks awesome. Yeah. And I'm picking it up day one. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I was only partially joking. They uh, seriously, they announced Dread like 19 years ago or something like that. Oh, and really? Then- yeah, uh, weren't able to make it g- because the technology wasn't there to do exactly what they wanted to do in the game. Oh, um, and yeah, so now here it is. Here it is. That's uh, cool. So it's pretty cool. Uh, then they had like a Dragon Ball Z action RPG that I feel like Nick
1: would just absolutely love. Yeah, kak- um, Kakarot or something. It's already it's already out. It's already it's out. coming. Yeah, it's, it's just coming to the Switch on oh. September 24th. I
2: need to play that game.
1: It looks yeah. cool. I don't know anything about Dragon Ball Z, but it looks really cool.
2: Yeah, I feel like Nick's like Nick would get that. He would like it. Yeah, I need that now. Do I get it? Do I get a switch and get it, or do I just get it for PlayStation, 4? PlayStation, PlayStation Four? PlayStation
1: Four. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but but to be fair, that shouldn't be what sells you on the switch. There's plenty more to be playing <laughs> on the switch besides that. Yeah, uh, new Mario Golf game. I loved
0: Mario golf on my game, yeah. Boy. like so much fun. And this one looked pretty sweet. And then yeah,
1: it looks really, this good.
0: was one of the games that they like showcase gameplay of and looked really cool. Yeah. Uh, had like solid actual golf and then like crazy, like Mario, Mario party, like yeah. golf stuff. And I was like, yeah. this is great. Yeah. Um, they like snuck a fatal frame.
1: Like, yeah fa- fatal frame uh, yeah that that was one of the articles i wrote it's 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 an older game i think it came out in 2014 for the wii u mm-hmm. it looks really cool uh you know i'm i'm sure there are people that are really excited about it and the switch kind of lacks horror like games like this so yeah. it looks cool i might pick it up i i haven't played any of those but it has a cool premise to it Yeah, Pokemon Snap, but horror version. But horror version, yeah. That's (laughs) exactly it.
0: Yeah. uh, Then they announced uh, Tony Hawk 1 and 2 remaster, which who doesn't love those games? Right. Uh, This one got me really excited. Advanced Wars 1 and 2 remaster.
3: Yeah.
0: Uh, Another great set of games that I played a ton of on my Game Boy Advance. And uh, again, this was another game that they showcased gameplay of took me right down memory lane i was like this is amazing uh would totally play that if i had a switch um and then they
1: announced this like zelda game and watch thing yeah that was like i gotta be honest man when they got to that i was like oh this is they're not gonna show what i want to show (laughs) this is their this is their supplement for it because nintendo has done this in the past we're like hey we have this awesome game we can't show you but here's like a stupid watch thing that plays yeah. really old so games like, that nobody it cares about clock? it's like, a clock yeah it's a it's a watch like, flash okay. you can play yeah they, it's exactly what it is it's called like game and watch system i think it's <laughs> literally <laughs> that's it but they yeah, uh yeah i mean they had like a
0: is it a mario party game or is like uh princess peach something birthday thingy i don't know uh but they played this you know was another one of the showcase games uh, i haven't played like mario party in forever and it just like brought back memories of when i used to play it like back in middle school it was super fun and now that i have yeah. kids and you know our oldest is six and even our three-year-old is like showing interest in games when i'm down here like playing new world or valheim or whatever they're like standing right here like yeah. asking if they can play And I'm just like, man, a Switch would be so cool to get, especially, like, some of these goofy Mario games where we could just all play as a family and, like, have fun. Yeah, definitely.
1: I mean, the Switch is the kid's system and if you're going to get something for your kids it's the switch because they've got mario they've got Zelda. my kids love breath of the wild i mean they've Mm. dumped i looked at the time on this on the switch for breath of the wild and it's like an absurd it was like 400 (laughs) hours or something ridiculous that that all of us have put into that game oh
0: jeez yeah um but yeah but then they have like games that i would like so it's just right right i I
1: just want i want to get one yeah Uh, i mean i think you should man i i kind of hinted that i thought you should wait because i thought we were gonna see the pro in this Mm -hmm. which is the new nintendo switch and oddly missing from the press conference which
0: i found very strange you actually weren't the only one that's told me that too uh my brother-in-law i was asking him how he likes his switch and he's like yeah i think they might announce like a new one so i would just wait yeah and then you also said the same thing and then
1: they did thought for sure i thought 100 sure. percent you were gonna get uh, i think that was like even top of my my predictions for yeah. for e3 was the was the nintendo switch pro and it was just yeah. nowhere to be found so and then they didn't make any other announcements so yeah right. <laughs> well, I do want to before we get to the one that we're talking about, I do want to point out a couple games we missed real quick. The Japanese nerd to me, Shin Megami Tensei, which yes, is the yes, Persona yes. Persona thing. It looks awful. I'm not gonna lie. I was really amped. <laughs> I was really, I was really, really amped for it, and this kind of took all that away. And then Danganronpa, which is a uh, old series of games that i played on the vita they're awesome and they're all coming to the switch so i'll be playing those again that's all i wanted to touch on nice the final you want to do the final or you want me to do
0: oh no this is your your love child
1: yeah so this for me was and for my kids was the jump out of our seat and cheer moment which was the breath of the wild 2 trailer which yeah. it was a gameplay trailer. They showed a lot of the game. It's still not coming till 2022, which kind of sucks, but it looks awesome. I'm not going to lie, man. I cannot wait for this game. I think that I have some concerns with it. And the concerns are that they kind of showed like what they were doing. And there, it seems like they're just building a map on top of the map from breath of the wild, which can it agitates me a little bit because I thought that they were going to like add new areas to go off and explore. And they are kind of, they're just in the sky. I don't know. Some things seem weird about it, but I am just so over the top excited for this game that there's really nothing outside of them never releasing it. It's going to agitate me about it. You know? So nice. Yeah. I mean, I would literally, we watched the trailer like four times in a row back to back (laughs) because we were trying to catch everything in it. So this was definitely the announcement for me at E3. I didn't think we were going to get it, especially after the Game & Watch thing. I was like, oh my God. Made you wait till the end.
0: <laughs> yeah. How you're supposed to do it, Microsoft, by the way. Yeah, and,
1: and they, they, the beginning of the conference showed something from Zelda, but it was Super Smash Brothers. So that was like, they were like teasing it at the beginning. And then they teased it a couple times throughout the thing. And then they were like, this is our last announcement. And then it yeah. wasn't Breath of the Wild. And I was like, oh my gosh, like you're kidding me right now. But then it was like a whole Zelda segment where they showed yeah. Skyward Sword HD and and everything.
0: Yeah. But overall, I think Nintendo's was the, like you said, the best. Yeah. Um, again, they showed the Monster Hunter stories in there too, Great. which was enticing to me. Um they, they showed a lot of stuff. Uh, I only really jotted down the stuff I thought would be of interest of either myself or you two. Right. Um, but that's as far as I got in day four. So I don't know what happened after the Nintendo. Yeah,
1: play. I mean, not nothing of note. So yeah. I mean, we're we're pretty much the, the the pinnacle for me was Nintendo. I think that Nintendo for for my money won E3 for competing in any capacity. just because just because of the (laughs) just because of that final announcement i mean if that wasn't there that and the missing nintendo switch pro would have been like very nintendo because i wasn't expecting (laughs) that their press conferences are always weird you know and i don't know if it's like a maybe a a translation issue sometimes because sometimes i think it is and i don't know they just like we talk about all the time they're just like a they don't care you know, it doesn't seem like <laughs> yeah. they care. They're just they're making yeah. toys for the people that like their toys, man. And and you know, you'll get it when you get it. Oh. And I, I will say that when their games come out, they're they're ready to go. You know what I mean? They're always polished, they're always ready to go. So that's the one thing Nintendo has down, I think. But you know, I, I, I was missing Metro Prime four, even though they talked about it. You know the pro. I think something's up with the pro. I think because why you wouldn't show it here. I have no idea. Unless they they want to do like their own thing, like Sony is to announce it. But I wonder if they
0: if it has something to do with like the scarcity of parts. Yeah, yeah, it's
1: probably a very good. Yeah, it's a possibility. Definitely, which sucks. Like
0: I mean, there's nothing everything is right. scarce <laughs> can't buy a dang two by four without going bankrupt these yeah. days so. <laughs> um what were you gonna say nick i think you were.
2: i was gonna say i'm confused how forza won like game of the convention and not breath of the wild sequel
1: well i think it's because they go off of newly announced games for that for the conference thing and breath of the wild has already been announced this was just a new trailer for it so i think that's it still if i had to guess yeah Yeah. i I mean it's it's odd man i i will say that game looks awesome i'm not i'm not denying oh yeah Yeah. it just shows you what you need to know about the c3 that we're talking (laughs) about a racing game winning yeah you know game of the show
0: yeah so um yeah there's e3 2021 for you guys um in my opinion, I think we covered it much better than the people who were paid to cover it. So <laughs> I just want to throw this out there to you guys. E3, if you're listening, we will be substantially cheaper, probably, substantially. Yes, yes, than the people you had covering E3, uh, and probably more entertaining and hopefully less cringeworthy. So you can shoot us an email, showboyspodcast.gmail.com. We can get it set up for next year and everything will be good to go. Uh, but yeah, do you guys have anything to add about your general thoughts on E3 before we talk about uh, listener
1: comments and wrap up here? Uh, no, I, I, I don't. I think we covered it pretty good. I, I do just want to say that even though it was mysteriously missing from all the rest of E3, that Elden Ring, that's like my most anticipated game. And I think even Bandai Namco had a press conference where they didn't even talk about it at all, which is so weird because it's coming out soonish. So for them to totally ignore it in their press conference was really odd.
0: Yeah, they. I don't know, like Dark
1: Chapters, something or other, House of Ashes, or I don't know. Didn't even look really that. That's it. It's the sequel to. The sequel to some PlayStation game that I can't think uh until dawn, which those games are cool, that's fine. But nobody wants to talk about that when you have <laughs> <laughs> when you have Elden Ring coming out, the most anticipated game probably of the past five years. So yeah, I don't know sure. if it was like a contract type of thing where they like signed a deal with Games Fest and it couldn't be at E3 or what, but I, I thought it was oh, yeah, odd that it was that is start. uh
0: because I I forgot about Elden Ring. Yeah. How did that not win Game of the Convention? Was because that it wasn't again previously
1: announced? Or well yeah, it's been it it it's it's <coughs> previ- it's been previously announced and they showed a tra- a very short teaser of mm-hmm. it. This was like the big blowout, like here it is, here is you know the release date and everything, but it wasn't at E3, it was at Games Fest, which is a totally separate thing. So I think that's makes why. Sense. Uh because what I was watching, I think combined both E three
0: yeah. and games fest. So yeah, that makes sense. Uh great what about you Nick
2: I'm just ready to shred some people in battlefield yes this, <laughs> this fall and winter like that's all I want to do right now yeah nice. Well, get out there right. and get
0: that ps5 bro
1: yeah good luck
2: <laughs> <laughs> you might need till October to find one so yeah I'm, I'm, not, I'm not in a big hurry because it doesn't come out till then and maybe I'll maybe I'll dust off four and see what's going on around there make yeah. Go. I gotta be honest. Uh, if you get the opportunity to buy
1: one between here and October, you should probably do it because you're. I mean, they're nowhere. Won't find one. Yeah,
2: you're not going to
0: find one, <laughs> especially getting that close to Christmas with the right. scarcity of yeah, consoles constantly. these days. Uh, yeah, I, that's sage advice. Uh, <laughs> just yeah. buy one as soon yep. as you see one. Um, but yeah, so we'll head up. Uh, we'll, we'll get the listener comments <clears throat> done here. Uh, we're closing in on. Record three hours show Showboys. that's how dedicated we are to you guys breaking down e3 we're we're here all night yeah i'm not even tired that's a lie i'm tired <laughs> yeah uh, but yeah we had uh we you know throughout like we do every weekend answer the boys uh channel in our discord we wanted to know your thoughts and opinions on this year's e3 and uh our good friend PM Fusion and replied he said despite not being a massive metroid fan the fact that metroid dread was announced was huge and one of my favorite announcements not only because it's another metroid game which we haven't seen in a minute but metroid dread was a game that was canceled and first talked about almost 19 years ago so the fact that it basically came back to life is seriously sick and it may not be a game but uh i'm probably gonna mispronounce this Kazuya. Kazuya? from tekken being announced for smash was pretty awesome as well also the mario party collection and monkey ball remasters got me pretty hype as well yeah Um,
1: i know a lot of people were hyped about super monkey ball i i never played them but they have their following
0: yeah i uh saw those and i was like interesting okay (laughs) uh but hey you're allowed to be excited for things yeah uh but thank you so much for uh, chiming in there, PM. We always appreciate your input. Um, yeah, the, the Mario Party collection. I enjoyed watching uh, that little showcase during the Nintendo Direct, and I think that's kind of... Even though the other games, I there are more... Uh, better games that sentence did not come out right Uh, that's the the nearly three hours of podcasting brain uh happening uh but you know there are other games that i would much rather play and am more interested in but the the mario party collection is kind of what was like you should get a switch those this would be fun yeah um but yeah uh he was our only Uh, commenter so that wraps up that segment thank you so much uh pm fusion we always appreciate it and uh to anyone who chimed in during live stream we thank you for tuning in and also being a part of the show um yeah you got uh anything to plug or any announcements to make chad before we uh wrap up
1: I do not, man. If you guys want to go over to downright creepy and check out all 13 articles I wrote on E3 and break down (laughs) everything a little bit more in depth per game, go check that out and stay tuned for that. Strange as we're going to all be back together next week for our next episode. So, or this week rather.
2: So I kind
1: of took the week off because I had a busy schedule ahead
2: of me. So glad I'm glad I did.
1: did. (laughs) Uh, What about you, Nick?
0: Do you have anything going on, particularly on Sunday evenings?
2: Yeah, just just a little campaign series we're doing uh, on the Bad Batch. Tune in and check that out. We'll go over the latest episode. We had a um, a double episode the other week, so we skipped a week, and then you know we're back on track now. But that's always fun. That's you know we're shaping up the into the second half of that longer series you know 14 episodes so definitely is about to get really good on that front so if you have not watched the bad batch yet i i suggest watching it if you are into the star wars realm of things yes and
0: so make sure you turn in yeah. the companion series because i do a great job breaking it down and last week you know we had an appearance of a clone wars goat goat rex
2: yeah Showed up. Showed you never it up know yeah. Who's going to
0: show up in the Bad Batch?
2: I think we're going to get a lot of a lot of flash appearances here forward. I don't yes. know. It might get, it might get rowdy? I'm all. I really need to watch it. I haven't watched it yet, but it, I, I need to. Yeah, I haven't
1: it's, watched it's, the final season of Clone Wars either. Watch that. Then oh, yeah. watch the Bad Batch. The final season of Clone Wars is so good. Yeah, that's what I hear. That's what um. I hear. But yes,
0: to uh, borrow one of my favorite phrases, I am here for it. Uh (laughs) (laughs) and you should be here for this look at that segue wow look also look at that glare uh (laughs) don't forget to subscribe to our youtube channel and join our discord for your chance to win this nifty moff gideon funko pop and t-shirt combo pack which we will be giving away once we hit hundred subscribers on our YouTube channel, which by the way, we're super close. So uh, we just need 10 more subscribers. Then we'll be able to give this bad boy away. Uh, but remember you have to be a subscriber to the YouTube channel and a member of our discord to be able to be entered in the giveaway. So please uh, help us out. Do that. Um, next week we have, a super exciting episode for you guys. I am so hyped for this. Um, I have my fingers and my toes like every digit crossed that we, uh, my wife does not go into labor before, <laughs> or actually, so okay, so we made it through this episode. She can go into labor at any point until Thursday, and then at any point after Thursday, uh, but, um, <laughs> Yes, by the way, if you don't know, my wife's pregnant with our thir- third child and she's due on July 3rd, so like it could literally happen anytime now. now. Yeah. Um, but our episode next week, uh, I'm very, very, very excited for. We have a very cool guest on for you guys and I, I don't want to give away. Actually, no, I'm going to give it away. Uh, we have one of my favorite YouTubers ever, Wendigoon, coming on the show. Uh, we're just going to Pick his brain, talk to him about his channel, and yeah, get to know him. If you haven't checked out uh, any of his videos, um, what are you doing with your life? Go on YouTube and watch Wendigoon. Uh, Dude's he has so chill. Amazing, amazing videos in the most, uh, like, I don't know, pleasing presentation. It's so calm and <laughs> soothing. Uh, but yeah, I'm really excited to get to chat with him. Uh, so yeah and you're gonna want to be here for the live stream for sure um, but yeah that's what we got going on thanks for hanging out uh, we're you know 2 hours 47 minutes into this episode and if you made it this far you're a real trooper and we appreciate it uh, don't Absolutely. forget to like and subscribe and rate and review wherever you listen to us and we hope to see you Sunday night for the Bad Batch Companion Series until next time have a wonderful evening Bye.